You done over there, Hatch? Sure. Mm. All right. Just, just waiting for it to be quiet. And I, you know what? With those words, let's just bring it on into the show. What's up, guys? We've had a rowdy pre-show over here. We have a really great guest on tonight that I think we're all very excited to talk to. It's one of our close friends out at the field. But you're gonna have to stay tuned for just a couple more minutes if you want to get to know him, because we have to bring in our hosts, our standard hosts on the show. We always appreciate them. And you know what, Hatch? Because you were making noise, I'm gonna make you wait. So, Brandon Brando Baird, what is up, my guy? How you doing tonight? Hey guys, I'm excited. Uh, obviously, save my voice, you know. Um, no particular voice. reason. It's just, you know, I got the tears of my enemies here. Uh, we can see it. Good, I, I like your camera oh cleared God. up literally just yes. as we were starting the show. So perfect. It's the it tears of my enemies. The clutch. I feel it. Yeah, the internet mm -hmm. cleared up. It knew, you know. All right, show's starting. Mm -hmm. Let's get serious now. And I'll let him finally speak. I'll be so gracious to allow that. Steven Hatch, you how you doing, me, buddy? You, you honey dicked me, bro. You honey dicked me. You're like, yo, Hatch, you're going next. I was like, bruh. But threw him off no, his game I tonight. Even, I even know what episode we're on. We're, we're past a year, so we're uh, on I mean, 55, brother. At that point, 55. We're on a nice one. Right. Well, 55. Nice. It's nice and even. I like it. Okay, sweet. Damn, it's like over halfway to 100, bro. That's so wild. Yeah, man. 104. That's the new two-year goal. So God damn. That's when we celebrate again. Um. Yep. And uh, yeah, guys. Uh, I mean. Getting to these 55 episodes, we've uh, had some help along the way. I was trying to think of a sponsor or a segue there. To our sponsors, our lovely sponsors, I'm going to grab one of them. Uh, Nectar Energy, they're going to go first tonight. N-E-C-T-R uh, dot energy. That's uh, their website. You can go check out some more information about them. They got their two great flavors, uh, and we're going to be talking about them more later on in the show. I will be throwing in, uh, let's do a freshman tonight. So I'm going to leave that over here. I'm gonna grab our other sponsor. We got Liquid IV. We appreciate them. Also have them in my bottle ready to go tonight. Uh, they keep you hydrated. We love them. We appreciate them. LiquidIV.com. The promo code over there is Mafia underscore Moffitt. So you gotta go head over there. You're gonna get 20% off and free shipping. And uh, yeah, same thing. We'll talk about them more later on. We appreciate you, Liquid IV. And last but definitely not least, we're kind of our own sponsor, I guess. The Patreon, at least. If you want to head over there, you can get a chance to win this beautiful media series headband. It is uh, number 97 to 145, which is one for my series. So this is the Moffat. If you want a chance to win one, you got to head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mafia underscore productions is where you can get signed up. Had a couple more people enter. So the pool is growing. Your opportunities uh, to get it are kind of shrinking down, but you got to get in there. You, you can't win if you don't play, as the lottery would say. And uh, yeah, we've had a whole bunch of people signing up for that, which we appreciate. If you want to see me have Frosted Tips and Cup, you got to keep signing up, people. So get your friends on in, mm -hmm. listeners of the show. Uh, you know, all the other great benefits, though. They get access to this podcast early. They get ad-free episodes. They get, you know, the, the benefits of uh, being able to communicate with us and all the other, you know, awesome things that we have available for them over there and we appreciate all those guys we really do they help the make good, all good. this possible you get the good good early honestly dude everybody if you're waiting a week what what the hell come on patreon sure. Give frosted tips. sure man well all right so those are all of our lovely sponsors if you want to consider us a sponsor and during that my seat fell down so i gotta readjust that but we are good to go now let's uh let's jump into the show guys and without any further delay um let's bring in cody collins uh name most of you probably won't be familiar with in our you know bigger national audience and especially our international guys shout out to you out there uh but he's a member of the dmg family uh he's on dmg pink which is uh d4 squad correct or, or have you guys moved up yeah d4 squad still yes, currently sir. um but yeah so i mean we see him around the field all the time we love him uh he's he's lived more life than you'll ever know and we're going to be discussing some of that tonight he's got some great stories uh but he was definitely one of the guys that we wanted to get on and share some uh you know share some love for so 
Uh, yeah, without further ado, let's bring him on. How you doing, Cody? What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Good, good. How you doing? Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Excited. Well, uh, we're glad to have you. We got another mulleted, you, you know, friend for the show. Head over to the video God, side damn, if you guys are listening to the audio. God, I'm the, I'm the shortest hair on the show, and even mine is like getting kind of grown out. So, uh, yeah, no, something's going on on uh, Dude, from the sidelines. Long, bro. Hey, my but you got a nice long. beard. You got a nice beard. Yeah, the beard's looking good. Make, makes up for I, it. I try God. to keep it, you know, goes. nice and trimmed. Oh, yeah. I guess that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Brando. Hey, well, I, I'll take no facial hair slander because I have the best facial hair fully put together other than Hatch and Stash. Like, yes, Stash like, alone. Oh. No, no, no. Stash alone, yeah, Hatch always would win, beat me. But grow out a full beard. I want to see what your beard it's a, looks it's like. A di- it's a different thing. It's horrible. But no, it's a, and same right thing. Now. I've grown out a stash before. It's not a good look. Y'all don't want to see that. So you know, <laughs> I probably could. I just got to let it get to the awkward part. But, bro, it would be in that awkward like stage for too long. I don't want to look. I look like a hobo, dude. Like it, I look it all like comes... Sheldon. I look like Sheldon, Brando. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that guy had some catfish. Oh, that guy had some God. catfish facial hair. You... Dude, I want to see handlebars on you, bro. I've been talking about it. I want to see some hatch with some handlebars. Ooh, I'd be mean. So, you're talking dude. the Fu Man. You're talking the Fu Man shoe yeah, style. You know? Let's, let's okay. bring it down. We're up. Let's come down. All right, all right, all right. You know what? I probably could do that. I could just got. I'd have to do the wax just straight down. Yeah, and then get the goatee right there. Get the whole thing going. Dude, yeah, I just like, handle bar, right? I had one. I had one for like all of Hawaii. No, what did I? Was it? Did I have it in Hawaii? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you yeah, had you yeah, had a you little did. like soul patch action going on. I remember I that. Had, yeah, I had a pretty good goatee going on. Not gonna lie, but you know, Logan was like, "Yo, you want to have matching goatees?" And I said, "Say less, brother." And then he's like, <laughs> "Couldn't grow it." Like what? <laughs> little Logan's twelve. Let's be real. He like, yeah, like, he can't grow facial hair. Twelve. It's like help me out. Logan's twelve um so, well yeah man funny. so all right uh let's i mean i i wanted to we've got a lot of things to talk to you about tonight some are with the sport of paintball some are with outside of the sport of paintball um and and a little bit of this is to appease my my friend paul over at did it hurt uh every mm-hmm. time i see him he asks me to bring on people and to talk more about the divisional side of paintball well, here you go, man. So here's some kind of takes from a player who's currently in that side who maybe at some point might want to move up, but, you know, at this point in time is playing at a D4 level. And, uh, you know, so I just, I kind of wanted to pick your brain for some of the, you know, how, how it feels in the sport to be at that level right now. Uh, but I want to do that in just a second because before that, I want to kind of get your background in the sport because I feel like you maybe have played before or, you know, came into it at a later time than than most people who you know are playing the sport right now so uh yeah i mean what's you know what's your background how did you jump into paintball where was that where did that trail begin well i think it's 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 funny it's kind of probably similar to a lot of people you know you're a i was a little kid god i had to be i think 11 or 12 and i was going to a soccer game uh, i was playing a soccer game out in uh, uh carruthers Patch, you might know where I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Just a little rural country town, but I had a soccer game there, and and uh, we drove past. Oh, I can't remember the street. It was a country road, but we passed this place, and it looked like there were there was like the ponding basins. This it was it's gone now, but it was a huge rec ball place. It was called Agape. Do you remember that Agape? Remember that name? Do you ever hear about that? I don't. Mm, I, I haven't sure. at least, but I'm not it too was, sure. Dude, it was it was big. They had like three or four full ponding basins with like like military, like a lot of like wreck stuff. Hi, I, I don't think they had hyperball, but they had like D day like trenches. It was cool. Oh, and geez. we drove past it, and I'm like, "What is that?" And so my dad took me in. And I was with, I think my mom was with us too, 
and I was just foaming at the mouth. I'd never seen it before. Like, I think I'd heard about it, and I was like, please, 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 you know, just like any kid, I want to play, but my mom's like, no, you're guns. You know how, how every yep. mom, You're going to get hurt. Yup. You're going to get hurt. You're going to shoot your eye out. out. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, dang it. And he, my dad's like, well, if you guys win the game, and I can't, don't quote me, I can't remember if we did win the game, but he's like, if you do well, win the game, we can come back and you can shoot some paintballs. Cause, so I was like stoked, dude, I was juiced. So we went and did the, did the game. I think I did well. And uh, we came back, and I think he bought me, like, a bag of paint. Um, and then I, like, nice. rented a Titman. I think it was a 98 or something. Gotcha. And I just got to I just got to shoot it, like, you know, at the Chrono Station. <laughs> I swear, it was something I could I can't remember. It over to the range, kind of, or something man. like that, yeah. What do you mean, yeah. when you're young like that? That's the little things. Dude, it was insane. Like, melted my brain. Melted my brain. Like, I, dude, I, after that, I quit This surfing. is awesome! I yeah. quit surfing, skateboarding, everything, dude. Like, because I did all the other stuff. And I was like, that was it. And I caught the bug there. Met, I met a guy. His name was, his name's Angel. I don't know where he's at now, but he had, his name was Angel. And he his had name an was Angel, Angel for Goza. And he had like a, and it, oh God, what were the, and the, you know, the Angels were like the 90 grip at that time. And they like were the like A1 the or like the yeah, Fly. Yeah. I think it was the Fly. Dude, this guy, I didn't know who he was. He let me rip it. Oh, dude! <laughs> I was like, dude, like a 12-year, I was just like freaking out, man. Like, and that was like midst of like machine gun paintball, where like, dude, guns were just ripping like go, crazy. You could, yeah, you could rip a good it, 25 balls per second if you're like, if fast. you were fast they, enough. Yeah, dude, they even had like those weird, cool cheater boards where like you could, because I, I wasn't into all that, but they could like turn them on and off, and guys would turn them off in the games and on and like the, oh, the one I thought the coolest personally. Speaking of old school cheater board technology, was the one that had the magnet the and glove. then the magnet ring. Yeah. So as you oh had the God. ring on, so if a ref grabbed your marker it would be normal and perfectly fine like they could turn it uh, on it would just be normal semi but once your magnet ring hit like the right spot on the board it would activate the circuit and then you could just fucking just you know go crazy just like full auto 20 bps shit oh my god i've seen the dude. magnet in the glove i've seen that one before but damn the ring one that's like some attack on titan shit dude guys yeah, would bro. like hide stuff on the field guys would hide like allen wrenches i don't know if they still do that but dudes would like hide stuff and like it was a whole different game back then cheating like, is an art form it, <laughs> like... was an art, it was such an art form uh, but uh got into rec so we we started going out and playing there God, i remember the first game i played i mean everybody does I, it, so nervous dude shaking just getting out there i think <laughs> oh it, yeah I, terrified I think it was me and my brother and my dad we were playing against him i think dude i mean you're just, the adrenaline is so insane i mean they say it's on par with football but like Dude, I just, I was so antsy to get shot. Once I got hit, that was it. And it was just all pure fun after that. And like, I, but I mean, I remember that it was like a, it was like plywood and stuff and tires, you know, it kind of feel like that. But I just remember zigging and zagging. And, oh, dude. And then we set up a, uh, my dad had a old, like, our, his first shop, it was like this glorified shop. It was a garage, like an outdoor garage thing, mm -hmm. kind of out in the country. Gotcha. And next to it, we had like a little, like a field and so he started let we started building a field right there and this and this thing was like right outside my neighborhood because i i live in a country town so it's like if i just walk out of my neighborhood it's just grapevines and orange trees and stuff and mm -hmm. just like and orchard so, field yeah yeah dude oh it's being in the central valley is amazing in that sense you can just go pick fruit and nuts and stuff yeah very true. pretty sure wow. that's called stealing but it's all good <laughs> <laughs> that's stealing um <laughs> only if you get but, uh, free range fruit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, dude. Uh, first gun um, playing on that field, I, I went to Maximum Paintball, bought my first Damn! Gun. That is for a Mr. throwback for me, dude. For all of the Central <laughs> Valley people. Damn, dude. Tom Sharp, dude. Tom Sharp. I, uh, Tom Sharp, dude. Shout out to Tom Sharp. Dude, he's Holy he, shit. That without them, man. Yeah, without them, I don't think a lot dude, of us would no, be around. Straight up. Like, this was the... They had a field and a store to where, you know, if you needed anything fixed, that you'd take your gun to the store and then Tom Sharp would fix it. And, dude, I remember Tom Sharp, this guy seeing like photos of him like playing like huntington beach or stuff like that like this guy had like bleached curly ramen hair you know and it was like long dude this guy was still crazy that's crazy i don't think he does anymore no joke i'm actually the dude fun fact i'm actually uh family friends with him and uh his my mom and okay. his wife are very good friends like that right yeah dude what can i say brother what can i say but this man knows tom sharp ladies and gentlemen yeah, straight up. And the, I remember I shot the same thing, kind of like Cody's experience. He let me shoot yeah, his I mean, ion. We are not worthy. Thank you. Dude, Thank you, the ion. Thank you, Brando. Thank you. Sorry, I'll, I'll give you your right music hatch. Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, he knows you. I'm sharp. Uh. But yeah, dude, when I shot his ion, that was when I, I, that was an endorphin I can never replicate in my entire life. I was like, and I was like, oh my God. It was just uh, that maximum paintball, bro. Mm. The closest thing we had was Halo at that time, like multiplayer or playing the campaign. You know what I mean? Damn. That was, dude, that That's was so the closest. Right, yeah. But, oh, dude. But like, um, I bought a, uh, it was a Spider Pilot. Nice. Spider that Victor. That was my first gun. I think, I think mine had some electronics in it. So it was like fancy, right? The pilot I, was like, it had like I, a I don't remember the model names, stuff. but I remember there was like an EM one or something that had a board in it. Like I Spider made a couple guns that were like literally just mechanical guns that had a board that would like activate the three way. Like they weren't really yeah. like meant to be electronic no. guns. They just kind of slapped electronics on there. Oh, it was amazing. Bro, <laughs> Essentially. I, I put that the extender two on the tank, the flame one, the CP Chrome. Oh, you just drop forward, yeah. Damn. You know, and you're just like you're like this with a tank on your shoulder. It's just Jesus. like it's so funny because if you look at any like old school paintball setups, essentially players would try to make like a a square box they would hold, like where it's not really like you know distance at all. And now like if you look at like a CS3 setup, it's more like a rectangle. Like we figured out that like having distance is kind of nice. Like it's it's easier to oh, control yeah. something that's longer. It was risk breaking back then, dude. Every all the risks were just tweaked. Cause you got play oh, tight, man. and if and if my it, my tank, I could I can get this tight, and then no one could ever uh, no one could ever shoot me, and, and it's just, <laughs> that's what I do. Dude. My, I do the hit the hit fire, you know. And then the, I come the, out the Kate, and I, the Kate and Spencer. I just smoke them. Hey, out. that's sick though, dude. That's as the kids say, that's ag. That's it's ag. ag. No, it's not. Mm. No, it's not. Hold your gun right. <laughs> ag is having good technique, means, bro. bro. I still don't understand. Speaking of which, Keith is like one of the only guys, dude, that plays like right, like pro at that level. Oh, I tried. I was he holding my gun. It up. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, he's just I, built I different. I'll it. give you that, Keith. Yeah. Like he was on the show yeah. last week. So if you guys haven't heard that show, go go back and listen to it. But uh, we didn't ask him about this. Brandon asked him about his pod pack. I don't know. He's obsessed about that. That's a whole thing. How's he wearing? Oh, he has a pie. It eventually rides way up here and he doesn't fix it. But hey, 
He's getting three packs every. If he's getting three packs, you know, whatever he gets to do. What he wants. Shut it up, yeah, semi-pro player. Who the fuck are you to talk? <laughs> yeah, Come on, it's Keith Brown. Player. He's uh, won multiple events in pro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are semi-pro at this point. Uh, You've been semi, there a year. Semi. So. Hatch, you literally yeah, said almost, before almost, this, almost. talking to Cody, we're the semi-pro team out of Capital Edge. So you I know, know you right. only Damn. bring that up on the Ryan, podcast. You're so, right. so you're, you're lying. So right. Everything's so Hatch right. is a liar. We caught him. Ah, you're right. You're right. I did say that. But you know what? I will, I will admit to saying that. But stay, stay humble. Stay yeah. humble. I, I, I see Hatch sometimes like this, dude. He's like, yeah. Dude, he pulls out the arcade, like when you're trying to use oh, the yeah. light gun. Yeah, trying to make oh, that shit dude, faster. Shot, time crisis and shit back in the day. Weekend. Dude, oh, time crisis. Dude, Christmas. Dope. Remember the little time crisis? Remember that little monkey with the machine guns, right? Am I thinking of the right game? Ooh. Dude, oh, maybe? You know, what, you I don't remember it that well. It was on GameCube. It was on GameCube. You could play multiplayer. There was like a little monkey you could play it, and then there was like a crispy burnt zombie. Damn, I I'm not I'm not trailing, but someone in our fucking audience probably is. Oh, time splitters? Oh, okay. I vaguely remember that. That may be it. I, I, dude, I, the GameCube I think came out the year I was born, bro. So like, I, I'm sorry, I'm not. I can't help much here. Like, I know some stuff, but I don't know every obscure game that was made on it. Um, getting back to paintball. What is that cup, dude? Wait. What's up, what is that cup? My giant it's, it's red, red solo cup. cup. Yeah. It's liquid IV, baby. Liquid IV. Use code yeah. Yeah. underscore mob for twenty percent off. Because you need like, yeah, you need some, you know, fluid ounces in there. It can't just be Straight like a up, little, dude. you know, glass. Um, I say hydrated. But yeah, so oh, back, oh. back to paintball. Sorry. I'm fucking, I'm pulling this back to paintball because we've been, we've been talking about some other shit for a while. Um, so all right, so you're playing backyard kind of renegade ball. Your dad's building the field. You got your pilot. How is that for you then kind of taking that and transitioning into where you're at now playing the more kind of, you know, Xbox side of the game, you know, because uh, if you could say your age, if you want, I don't want to necessarily dox you, but, uh, you know, you're, you're on the 32. older side. Yeah. So 32, you know, that was 20 side. years ago, almost if we're, you know, talking about, you know, when you're 12 or so. So in those 20 years, I guess, where was that from then till now? So back at that, so things moved really quick. So I come from a, like an extreme sports family. My dad, you guys ever meet him? He's like a Tony Hawk. I mean, I, I'm oh, telling you, the guy's, he's better at surfing than me. He's better at skateboarding. You know what I mean? All the girls in, in middle school, well, I'd say high school. In middle school. Girls, sorry, no, no, just, man, <laughs> pulling plus, bro. Middle like, school flex. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, calm down, Brandon. That was scary. That's the only time sorry, you talk up is when we mention young people, and I don't like that. Uh, start reading. <laughs> Dude, sure. but, like, okay. I mean, all the girls in high school love my dad. Like, it's just, he was so cool. So it was always like, me and my brother always trying to be cooler and more athletic than him. But dude, I mean, watching like a 40 something year old guy do like a front side grab in a deep end pool, like a 13 foot pool. You're just like, oh, okay, shit. I quit. That's yeah, dude, he's like that, bro. So we had that field there um, and we would just play. My friends started playing, you know, you start getting people into it. Then we start filming it. Then I've got a buddy and this is all like on camcorder. I got to get this video, but Any there's DVD video tapes? out Dude, yeah, those little tapes, and buddy put like Lincoln Park songs over it, like damn, you know, like, I gotta see these. To, dude, and we're just playing, you know, playing in the, you know that wreck stuff, and so um, we started going more and more to maximum paintball, and we started connecting with Tom. We started connecting with those guys with the what with time, team. Rick. What time is this? Do you know what year this is? This is early two thousand. So this has got to be. I'm. Uh, is this two thousand? This has got to be. 
2004. Gotcha. Okay. I, well, I, I think it was before that because I stopped playing in 07. Well, the last tournament I played in paintball was 07, which was mm. PSP Vegas. And I, I, dude, I wasn't even 18 when I played it, and, I, and it was D3. I had no business being there. I don't know how I got <laughs> rostered. Oh my god, dude, it was terrifying, and it was like 16, 15 balls per second. But before that, we basically connected with Rip, and we uh, started shit, playing. We, one for me. we started playing at Par. It was at the time called Paranoid Paintball in Lemoore, not Air Yep. Yep. Damn, and, dude, you are really hitting me with it. Yeah, and what was the no the owner? His name's Eric. He's fucking Central uh, Valley people, Brandon. The new guy? Jesus. No, the, new... the original owner. I forget his name. Oh, um, dude, the... that was way before my time. Like, the original, original guy? That, that was it... way before my time. Really rough around the edges, but funny. And so okay. we started a team. Uh, my dad came up with a name. I mean, it was I was a kid, so I, I thought it was cool, but it was called Strychnine, you know, like the poison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and he's an 80s guy, dude. He's like... So that's he's like, like, dude, that's such a, like, yeah. you it's know, like, 80s, name. 90s band name, oh, you know? Dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's and you know it's such a dad name for bands, we're strict nine yeah, yeah. yeah. like you guys just <laughs> the artwork I, I think he still has the banner but it was like strict nine like in like green melting and then there was like a skull you know just like that God, typical 80s hair metal yeah, dad thing this just sounds like my not yeah. my childhood but a childhood in the early 2000s dude he's hit he's hitting me with it was really close to home bro so you oh, central valley people yeah dude, i'm gonna just keep using that slur <laughs> central valleyers it's a small world dude. around here so it's like teams like that where you're talking about like rip in the field in the more dude that's like everybody anybody who's plays in the central valley of california knows those places mm -hmm. so no it makes sense dude, it was that's bro, your guys' well, community so we so we started there, and at the time, paintball was really booming. Like I, I when I came into like playing on grass and air bunkers, paintball was like fully blowing up. I mean, the yeah, valley we the had how many hatch? How many fields did we have in the San Joaquin at that time? We had Baco, we had that, we had something in Tulare, we we had Agape, we had um, Blackbeards, we had something up in the mountains. Holy God, the Blackbeards one, damn, dude. There was like six. I swear, at one point there was under ten fields in like not even a hundred mile radius and not including Modesto and like a sack and all it was, it was, I think that was also just, that I, th yeah, I think it was popular there, but I think that was also just paintball in that era too. Cause every other market that had a lot of like, you know, populace around it was blowing up for paintball just because it was guys like they thought paintball was going to be the next fucking BMX. Like they thought we were going to headline a fucking X games tour or some shit. Like, People were investing into us in that sense. And then a recession happened, which, okay, obviously we can't fucking time that. And then I also believe that we had a lot of very bad management that kind of set us back further, even farther. So, you know, kind of two things. One you can't predict and one you can. But, uh, yeah, man, like, it, it's so funny to hear you talk about that because that really was, like, paintball was seen like skateboarding in the end of the 90s where now every single town had a skate park. Everyone was like... This is now cool, whereas, uh, you know, five years ago, we were trying to get these guys, you know, get off our lawn, you skaters, and, you know, it <laughs> yeah. kind of completely changed. Oh, I did. No, it was, it was, it was wild, man. Um, yeah, we started basically practicing against them and other local teams and uh, signed up for XPSL events. And I think the best we ever did was like a sixth place, um, which was cool. You know, it was, it was fun. Uh, we did, uh, we did that XPSL in Santa Clara. There was a field in Santa Clara, and it was like 
clay hard pan rock like under the bunkers. I don't know if you guys remember that field. Dude, I think it was I have so, been there. I think I have bro, been there. It, it was like concrete. Like it was dirt, but concrete. Is and, that the one with the, with the uh, it was like a, a dirt bike? Uh, maybe. Course next I, can't, I can't remember. It was, they had, and they had a bunch of fields too. There was like four, I feel like there was like four or five fields set up, all different layouts. Um, we did, uh, we did three events. One, uh, was it SC Village? It was one where it was, it, it came down and it was on turf. Oh, where was it? I think it was in SoCal. We did that Bakersfield. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, not too sure what it feels that they're at the time, but that does sound kind of what SC, because I know they had the the dome. Like, I know that was something that was like, they had the, the pit, and, and maybe yeah. I'm just conflating the name with another field down there, but I, I believe it's them. I think that was the spot, because we had to drive pretty far. I remember being in the car with my dad. Um, we did those, and then in between that, we went to like all the, we went to like the hunting, I think I went to three Huntington Beach events. Fuck so you. I, I, I was at them, dude, like, and I mean, when you talk about the sponsors and it just, the money was flowing, dude, I was on so many balls, drinks and, and monsters. Dude, I remember tasting monsters for the drinks. first time. Dude, monsters, I, the first time I had it was at, it was at uh, Huntington Beach. Dude, you know, like, yeah, you know what's Full funny? Circle, like energy drinks as a whole at that time were really like, that's how they were starting to get out there. Cause I remember the first time I ever had Red Bull was, and it was the first time energy drink I had. Was that like a random like triathlon event where they were like just there giving shit out. And I was like, oh, yeah. All right, I'm like Damn. ten. I'll try that. Damn, Damn that's good. <laughs> but this like, is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so hyped. But oh, uh, but no, it, and like I also feel like you know maybe that's not money spent in the best places, just handing out products. But at the same time, like that was at least cool that you were able to experience that because that's something I've always been jealous of. Oh, dude, yeah, I got to see. I mean, I got to watch at the end of it. Um, I got to watch Rip because they went up to semi pro. I think the last pro event I watched them play, they played semi-pro. And in fact, they went up against Dave. And Dave was on, at that time, this is 2005 or 06. So what team was Dave on at that time? Was that Avalanche? Am I right? Timeline-wise, that sounds right. Because I don't think was he went Avalanche? to Damage or... Was it Damage or Russian Legion he went to first? I know it was one of those uh, I two. I think Legion. I think it was, it was Legion, Legion that he went to. And shit. I think that was like... 07, 08, maybe? I, I don't know. I'm throwing after. shots in the dark here. So I'm guessing it's elevation. I got to bring that up. I'm not the best paintball historian. I'm like mid tier. You know, I, I know some of the big events, but that's about it. Was that when Tom was on? Was that when Tom Sharp was on Rip? Yeah, dude, they were okay. really good. So, like, it, so, so we got even. I, actually, I'm skipping stuff, but before that, we went to Pomona PSP. So, and, thank you, Brandon. Where my, where my dad moved, he moved to another place and we had a big warehouse and a huge parking lot. It used to be the original Fowler packing building. And so this is a big asphalt area. I'm talking thousands of square feet left, like perfect, right? For a field. Mm -hmm. So my dad got the bright idea. Let's go buy an airball field. Like I'm telling you that when the bug bit us, it bit my whole family. Like and my, my dad, my dad's so intense, dude. I mean, he was just like, let's go. This is what we're doing. Mom wasn't too it. happy. Oh, dude, my mom was so pissed. He's spending so much money. <laughs> dude. Damn. But we went, we went to that Pomona X-Ball event. Um, it was like probably one of the muddiest X-Ball tournaments ever, I think, still to this day. It was insane. Texas I think you would to like to have like, a saying with you, but okay. Oh, dude, it was insane, bro. It was, there was so much mud. It, it's, I remember it being all over Facebook and stuff. I mean, just like dudes were what? like... So 
Did yeah, you say remember Faceful? That face, no, remember Faceful? Faceful. I thought you said Faceful. I like Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. I was like, what? What? I'm like, you're old, bro. You're not that fucking old. <laughs> like, but uh, but yeah. All right. Faceful. So Faceful, the magazine. Yeah. I got you. Makes oh, sense. Oh, dude. Yeah. But it was. I mean, it was crazy. So we ended up buying uh an X-ball field after the event, nets included. Damn. And, okay. Yeah, it was on grass, so there was no turf. So and but me and my mom and my brother and my dad and my little sister, we like packed it all up and everything ourselves. And like took it home, brought it back to little old Fowler. I mean, we, dude, we, my dad, we got these huge poles. We dug out the concrete, cemented them in, damn, netted it like the full, dude, the full X ball field, like big time, dude. And then we, we knew like, uh, you know, cause we're in construction. So we know like all the carpet companies. So we started getting old remnant carpet and then we just did layer after layer and made it like true to size and had the big X and everything, but it was all carpet. I see. Dude, okay. Team, As kind of bro, a teams, turf replacement kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so all teams started coming to our place because we had literally the sickest field. I like I, it's well, Hatch, when did you get into it? Uh, maybe you didn't play at the field. Dude, I started playing in like like the end of 2013. Like, 2013. oh, dude, we were going. Yeah, I was going. Wait, so did you guys have like a compressor and everything? Like you guys had like a pretty much a your own field set up? Let me melt your mind. So then we went to National Paintball in LA, met them, everything, shook hands, got a dealership with National Paintball, which used to be the main, I think, distributor of all that, of a lot of stuff, right? Okay. Now, I, I can't remember if they were just paintballs. Didn't they do more than that? I, I, I actually don't know much about that brand in particular. Uh, you said National Paintball, right? They were I, they were like the distribution company for a lot of okay. lot of stores and like fields. I think that may so, be a future video essay for me. But yeah, no, I don't know much about them. Here, watch out, my dogs in here. Um, and uh, so yeah, we got a dealership with them. We got the compressor. We got the air system, dude. They delivered like pallets of paint. Mm -hmm. You know, like we kind of had a field, but it was you didn't have to pay to be there, but you did have to like buy paint. Like, dude, no insurance, no liability, just like, just like, dude, <laughs> real, like, the old American sketch. way. Yeah, the old way, dude, the old, old west. And uh, dude, no like, one was getting sued. Uh, oh, bro, dude. And so Rip brought their, their, uh, both their teams because at one point I think they had a D three or D one team, which uh, who so was is Rip? Squad. I'm sorry, this is something I've been a little confused about because is Rip a person or a team? It's a team. It's a team. Okay, it's it was, a team. Because sometimes I'm like, are they talking about a guy right now? Or like, no, no but I got you. No, All right, it was, so it was, no, like, it was, a, called, it was like it was an organization. Fresno Rip. It was Fresno, Fresno Rip. Rip. Okay. The reason I talk about them so much, they were, I would say, they were the premier, like, uh, tournament yeah, team yeah, in that area. For yeah, sure. like, yeah, yeah. Okay. The best. They were the best. I would, wa and, I would watch them for sure. And, uh, yeah, and so they played. And so we just became like families. Like, they, I mean, dude, all the boy guys would come over here to my house and like we would just watch stuff like they became part of our family like my dad and tom like we kind of merged and then i started once my team fizzled i kind of they took me on and i was like their snake player and i was a young kid i was like evan really yeah, that's, I, that's why <laughs> kind of like evan dude like and um that's your job if you're under 15 and you're at a paintball field you're playing the snake you don't get any fucking say go kid that goddamn like, snake. yeah <laughs> and if you oh, say dude, no I just, <laughs> I wanted to be like Thomas Taylor, bro. I had the mohawk, shaved my oh, head, had the shit. mohawk, had the pink JT pants, you know. Fire. Damn. Fire. Rasta, Rasta wrist guard, Rasta headband. You know, you remember how it was. It was, dude, oh, it was shit. wild. Damn. But, um, 
I, I like how he keeps saying, Hatch, you know how it was. Like, this wasn't <laughs> seven years before Hatch ever picked up a paintball marker. You know, it's, like, it's what funny. the fuck? It's funny because, dude, there are some things that he is talking about that I do know. Like, I remember, like, watching kind of, like, the fizzling remainings of Rip, right? Back when they they didn't have any of, like, the really good people. But obviously, Tom is retired from the, the semi-pro scene and all that. So it's kind of like the Weekend Warrior version of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And... uh I actually, dude, I low-key had so a So essentially, you saw Rip, Rip after they got relegated, essentially. Basically, basically. Yeah. And I actually... It's fun. Uh, uh, I had an experience where I actually hated that team, not even gonna lie. <laughs> it all comes out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There it um, is. Well, yeah. yeah. Right. No, they, uh, yeah, they did well. And so I, I, I played with them. Um, I actually went down to a tryout with two guys to try out for the LA Bushwhackers, if you guys remember that team. Yeah. I have heard that That actually sounds before. familiar, yeah. yeah. They were they, uh, the captain uh, Ron Kilborn. He he had like oh, a yeah, fused okay. spine, so he could he couldn't like bend his back. But he was the they were like a bottom twenty pro team. I'm not trying to throw any salt, yeah. but no, um, I've heard of Kilborn before. He's yeah, he's one of the paintball kind of history figures. You it, hear about him in a wild. lot of stories, like all those guys. That's the funny thing with that kind of early day of paintball, like. If you were there, your name was getting thrown in a lot of different stories. So like these oh, random yeah. guys, you'll hear. Mm -hmm. oh yeah dude he was scary man he, he was so intense and mean oh all the i feel like all those old like the captains and the um i guess the captains of like all the old pro teams i feel like they were so gritty man and briny oh and so much that was yeah. different yeah because your your oh. captain was like a 35 year old dude not you know like a 20 year old guy smoking cigarettes yeah or even yeah. like yeah. nowadays you have like a more kind of professional manager or something like it's i don't know it's just different like I mean, look at I think our, coach. Back to like, our coach is pretty crazy yeah but i was gonna say like i was gonna say like think back to like you know rich like the franchise telford like back in the day the dude like the 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 quote in heroes for a day is like one of the reasons they picked him as captain is because he'd beat the fuck out of everyone else on the team and that's not the actual quote but it's like along those lines and that's like that's how it was back then it was like you tough all right oh, you yeah. can get all of us in order then so you're captain <laughs> oh it was okay. intense man yeah it's i feel like that fire is kind of light i i kind of like it dude I, I mean i respond to it i you know i grew up with a pretty tough dad you know, pretty intense, kick you in the butt, never give you a trophy for anything, tell you to just do better. And, you know, so I, I like it. I, I don't, I don't mind it. You know, it's, yeah, it's cool. Really. Sound like Jake Paul. Um, dude, oh, yeah, bro. Jake Paul documentary, dude. Yeah. I almost no, watched that's a good it. one. I, I told you, you should watch it, Hatch. And, yeah, I, and I would actually say everyone to. probably should watch it. Um, for me, the parts that I like about it is like, I respect people who are really good business minded people. And, you could tell within an instant that like this dude knows what the fuck he's doing like he's being a villain not because he's just some spoiled kid but because he's putting money in his pocket and everyone's pocket around him so like i respect that but yeah he's like i don't know the villain yeah and and like they they bring up some stuff you know talking about his family life and shit and like you know some sides of the paul brothers i think no one's ever really kind of talked about or seen and Hey, how much of it is is true? How much of it is drama? How much is it is trying to sell shit? I don't fucking know. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, I I think I gained a little respect for him during that. Hey, he's a pretty good fighter, man. I'm not gonna lie. No, I'll he's get, a gotta fighter. Get anyone guy, man. anyone doubt, who says Jake Paul is not a boxer, you're just dead wrong at this point. He is. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, he's a good fucking contact sport fighter. He's, he's and, and what, how many? A hundred percent of the people saying he's a bad fighter. 
Yeah, and how many years in is the guy? What three three years? Maybe something three like, that, right? like that. The guy's been training yeah. like crazy. I think he may be like because I know Logan wrestled way back when they were in like high school, so maybe he did some shit like that. But like, no, he never had like an MMA or a contact sport background. Was kind of just and at dude, a low point in his life as a kid, and someone was like, "Hey, do you want to like?" want to pick up boxing you know like or no it's the the ksi fight like they got challenged they're like yeah we'll do some business shit he found boxing through that and just like it's like any of us out here finding a you know paintball marker for the first time you're like i want (laughs) to get good at this and he just has millions of dollars to spend and get good at something and he's pretty good at this point i'd say oh yeah motherfucker (sighs) motherfucker was in a ring with tyrone woodley like He's oh, not yeah. like he he just fought Nate fucking Diaz. Like he's not yeah. fighting no name like people anymore. Dude, he dropped that guy on the ground, bro. He dropped Nate Diaz. Uh Nate Robinson, just, you talking about? Or right? No, or no. no, he Nate, Nate Diaz went Nate to the well? ground. He did, yeah. yeah. He, he dropped him, yeah. I mean punched him right in the top of the head. Whack. <laughs> he stumbled and he fell. Nate looked a little man. chubby, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like I feel like no one takes him seriously. Like Ben Askren, I feel like when he came to fight him, he literally was just did not like expect like anything throw, at all. Bro. And then just got knocked out and was like, Well, I still just made ten million, so what yeah, the fuck man. ever. I don't <laughs> yeah. think he gave a shit. Literally, That's what I'm man. saying. He really didn't, <laughs> didn't like he gave a shit no matter what. He's fat as fuck, bro. Like, he did not look cut and ready to fight at all. Oh, no, he hey, speaking of fights or celebrity fights, who are we going for with Elon and uh, Zuckerberg? Well, it's not actually not happening. Elon for sure. Elon for sure. Oh, it's not. Oh. So, actually, no, I saw a picture of Zuckerberg recently and he, he, was, he was training with somebody. No, yeah, he's, no, he, he's like, I don't know what level black belt or not black yeah, belt, I what level belt he beast. is now, but like he's being trained by like the Gracies in BJJ. Like he, oh, he's yeah. doing oh, some yeah. legit beast, training sorry. shit. Like, yeah. and it's funny because I saw this I'll post by him the other day where he kind of called Elon out because Elon like keeps talking all this shit. Like, yeah, we're going to fight. But like, and then mark just lays out every reason he's given like to like excuse or like i need more time or i need surgery or you know all this shit and he's like look you're never gonna do this so like you know my number like call me if it's ever actually on and i was like oh man okay like who is this new mark zuckerberg who's like kind of kind of cool i i he never was before so yeah bjj can do a lot for people dude the guy looked looked like a fucking sicko mode dude he looked ripped I guess that's what happens when you go on JRE one time. <laughs> Damn. Joe you know makes you smoke, and then you have to instantly become an MMA proficient, like, proficient dude. Oh, yeah. oh dude. Oh, God um, oh, but back, oh, back to Paypal. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, 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 I totally forgot. Bringing it back around, so we were kind of in, you know, you're talking about, like, the, the mid to late 2000s. I guess I'm curious as to why you've you know been in the sport that long and and you're kind of at where you're at now was there a break ever between this was there a time that you stepped away like i i think you know fill me in on that a little bit because you obviously you've been around the game you know what's up you knew a lot of ogs you just listed off there so uh you know what what was the step from then to now so where it led to um i started so I was still in it in 07 and this is right before everything tanked. And I remember my family, you know, it's going to get, it's going to take a dark turn here. Um, but like money, right before it tanked, I feel like it, my parents were starting, it was starting to get, you know, challenging financially. 
And I was at that age where I think like every teenage guy gets like this, we start getting that attitude problem, you know, and I started acting like a little punk to my parents and I was supposed to be going with Conrad Ringel and who else from rip to go to excessive and start training and, and getting on that team. I was, I was going to, if I had just kept my grades up, not argued with my parents all the time, you know, cause I was a good kid, but then I just started getting, I got, I got into this weird mode for like a year or two where I just didn't care about school. I became a little jerk. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's just a teenage thing. You know, that mm-hmm. whole teenage angst thing. I don't know. And so they weren't going to pay for it. And they're like, dude, if you're going to, you know, you're going to be like this, we're not going to pay for you to go, you know, and play with excessive every weekend. And so I was set up to be up there playing on that squad. And that was like the original excessive mm-hmm. like at the time i think marshall was still playing uh telford was still there uh thomas Ta- I, I think thomas taylor was on the squad uh davy what's the guy with the diamond earrings what was his name he was like oh, a Davey Williamson. i think williamson was on who am i missing uh mike uh, uh, there was, was a guy he was left? he was like yeah, a, he was like a bartender he was from vegas nikki vegas he's not uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, Vegas no, was a bartender. I mean, I think he left before that, though. <laughs> I think it was Vegas. like 05, 06. Okay, maybe it was something like that that he left. Yeah, his family like, actually... I... He's a descendant. My am, I thinking of... am I thinking of Nikki Cuba? No. Nikki Cuba? Uh, it may have been Cube. I mean, there was, yeah, there was two Nickies who played for yeah. him. Vegas leaves during the Heroes for a Day documentary, which actually takes place before what you're talking about now. So oh, I'm going to okay, guess okay. that it was Nicky Cuba because I think he stuck it's around with the team Cuba. for a lot longer. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I pretty much blew it. Um, and I started just, you know, being a typical teenager and I was yeah, getting just, real, you know, started yeah, getting into, into drugs you, and women yeah, and, you know, well, it was the music. I think music started pulling at me and I was really uh, getting into music. Yeah, it started, uh, the music started go. corrupting your young soul. You know, you were starting to have too much fun. You're starting to get too free. We can't have any of that. Yeah. yeah. Paintball <laughs> was first. And then that started creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And then that passed it. And this all happened in high school. And like, right as it passed, economy tanked we went my family went from like upper middle class to literally like food stamps like cars got repoed lost bankruptcy everything luckily the house was in my grandmother's name I mean, yeah everybody in construction it's the same story with everybody but because yeah, most job feels like that you're just living off debt and so as long as the cash flow is coming in every month you're fine you're totally fine the second <laughs> that it ends everything starts to unravel really quickly and that's yeah no i mean your family was caught in it my family was caught in it a lot of people's family like we just the american public was not ready for all debt to instantly become a lot more expensive in like a month (laughs) oh yeah dude but you know what honestly like i felt a lot of and that was like the first time i really felt that embarrassment and shame but dude it was such a good lesson for me to learn because i think if that had never happened and we just stayed up I wouldn't have learned the value of like hard work, a dollar, and like, and then it, it took all the value out of material things for me. So for me, I can lose things, get things now, cars, I don't care. It doesn't, you know what I mean? They're yeah. just material. It, it, it taught me a lot. It beat I, me down in the right I way. I think this, the way I'll say this is the way you're looking at it is beautiful. I do think if we didn't have a recession in 08, a lot of things would be for the better. But yeah, yeah I think that's a good way to take from it. You know, kind of that scrappiness, that, you know, hard times instill in people. It, it is really a true thing. Like when you go through some hard shit, you, 
you figure it out and you you know yeah. you kind of you come out of it always with more skills even if it's not necessarily the ones you wanted going into it yep no it was great it was a good it was a good life lesson uh taught me and my siblings you know a lot of stuff and, and yeah, uh so okay so tragically it was kind of the you know the recession that kind of pulled you away from it what like what brought you back to the sport though i guess then what how did that fire get reignited so thanksgiving 2021 um Man, I'm, i've been recent. done i very recent so i and i had dude i stopped playing like mm. i did not play from whenever so i mean you go on my pb my pb my account i think that last event was 07 like official tournament i played from there and then i think i played for six months into everything going to crap and then thanksgiving 20 uh 2021 i go over my dad's and me like and my brother my years, sister essentially yeah yeah something like that and uh and we're just talking you know we're having some whiskey we're eating food just bsing about stuff and uh my brother's like, hey, where are those old paintball videos? Sorry, my dog's in the fridge. Oh, hi. Um, no, no, where no. The... Wait, bring the dog back. What's, got... what's the dog? Hi, dog. <laughs> I've, got two chocolate... I've got two chocolate labs. I've got a, a father and son. We're, we're a fan of dogs on this show. Callie, oh. is Callie there? Hell Callie's yeah. there. She's what's always up? in the background. She's hidden by the she's, mic. She's, bu- she's, she's bunched up. She's, bu- she's sleeping. She's Callie's sleep. behaving. Hey, hey, fun fact, though, Hatch, my first family dog, her name was Callie. She was a golden yeah. retriever. Nice. Great dog. Hell yeah. She went all the shoot and shoot, dude. She was just a log, bro. It's so <laughs> funny when you take, dude, dogs, as soon as you fix them, they blow up into Tootsie Rolls instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They up, lose dude. that metabolism, dude. They just go, whoop. But uh, yeah, we were, we were watching. Uh, we, my dad still had all the videos. And so the videos that we had that were filmed were on those small camcorders with those little discs. I can't remember the name of them. Oh, shit. Uh, I well, know. That was yeah. Damn. What were those called? Oh. And they used to do those. Was used it to micro be able to something? Maybe I, micro CD Cocaine or something wrong. like that. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, Brandon, look it up, Brandon. That's all you do. It. You I don't talk it. on this show. So hey, might as well do hey, some. Come on, I need Jamie. the answer right now. Mini CDs inside of a case inside Brando. of a camera. The pressure's on, it. surgical tech. Go, go, go. <laughs> Mini Wedding. CDR. Mini CDR. He got it. That's our guy. Nice. We love Brando. But nice. okay, so yeah, mini CDR. We gotta time that. We had to speed yeah, test him yeah. real quick. <laughs> Sweating, it dude. Flaking, dude. <laughs> it's kind of like that segment in uh, Interstellar when uh, McConaughey and Tars have to land, have to dock the ship. <laughs> like, come on, Tars. He's... Oh, Anybody shit. know? Nobody knows it? Come on. Same, yeah. same. No, no, same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same, yeah. same. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Dude, I last same. watched Interstellar in like 2015, bro. It, it, that movie is I can't like remember, I can't remember last time I did watch so, that movie. Look, don't get me wrong; it's a great movie. It's just so convoluted movie. and like extra that it's just like I it I is. saw it once. It's beautiful. I appreciate the art. I'm never gonna watch it again. It's like <laughs> Nolan, Nolan, lots of Nolan, very Nolan. And don't get me wrong; yeah. I just watched Oppenheimer and I love Oppenheimer. But I would watch bro. Oppenheimer again because there's not just so much made up. Convoluted, like, what if the fourth dimension was time? And it's like, <laughs> no, no, just fucking t- tell me about the dude in space. I like that. And space how dude. if he's if he's on a planet for an hour, everyone's dead on home. It's all of a sudden. Oh, dude, rel- oh, time's it, relative. It's, it's, a lot. It's, a, it's a whole theory. It, it yeah, a, it's mm. yeah. The whole every every time it was like ticking or whatever. Because oh, you're dude, moving on an orbit that's a lot slower than the orbit that's going. It, it, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a big black science man says that it can happen. So that's how I know I, mm. I trust it. 
Neil deGrasse Tyson. Come on. No, deGrasse. Neil deGrasse Tyson. DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah. DeGrasse. DeGrasse. No one gets that reference, but me and Brandon. I love when we do references just for us. All right. Um. So, all right. So Thanksgiving, you guys are checking out your old kind of home videos and everything, and that's kind of that's so that's sparking it back up. It was X. We were watching the XPSL stuff. Okay. Yeah, dude, and um, just watching all that, it just like my brother, because my brother and I didn't have anything to spend our money on. You know what I mean? It just, gotcha. you know, <laughs> I've just been like, working. I got a hole burning in my pocket. Like we gotta spend yeah, I got, it. You know, you know, and I'm out of music, and I'm working. You know, and I'm just working, and I'm kind of falling out of being in shape because I, I'm not. There's just not a lot motivating me. It, well, it was actually. Go ahead. So, I mean, and you were saying there, like, you fell out of music. I, I For me, it kind of sounds like you just felt like you didn't really have that kind of that outlet. And, like, paintball really is a creative outlet for a lot of people, and they don't even realize it. But, like, you have to, you know, you yeah, have sure. to think and be creative on a paintball field. Like, Hatch, when you're running around a whole field to come up behind someone to put one in their pack. That happened oh, this last weekend. But, we'll um, talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. So it's like, that's kind of your creative outlet. And so it was funny to hear you say like, you know, I was just working. I didn't, I didn't feel like I had anything and I wanted to do something. And then just right place, right time. Kind of paintball was the thing that popped up. It seems. It came that the, the old love, the original love came knocking the on the door. <clears throat> Dude, it, it was the whole thing. Just like, I felt that ignition and my brother and I looked at each other and we're like, you want to do it? But there was no going out to play tingle. for fun. Dude, the tingle. tingle. I felt the tingle. Need there tingle? was no <laughs> renting. There was nothing, dude. It was literally, I went straight to Maximum Paintball. Dude, they love you guys. Like, not Maximum Bro. Paintball, but I just mean, like, every paintball store loves the dude who comes back in after 20 years. And since they were a kid and couldn't afford things, they're, like, full setup all new like dude yeah. you know that, that kid money, working dude. back there's like bro. i'm making commission today like so happy. <laughs> i'm not getting fired today <laughs> yeah dude got yeah, it's it. a got full a setup. setup yeah yeah well, dude coming back to paintball was crazy because uh when i was playing xpsl hk was just a team mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so they were I, I selling headbands the- out of a truck and truck. like <laughs> bro yeah it was nothing you know and 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 uh now look behind you dude, and two of their jerseys dude yeah, it was crazy wild. like because i hadn't walked in a store in 13 years it's all hk and i'm just like whoa what especially happened especially on the so west bought, coast yeah oh yeah bro and i bought pants and everything got a got a dsr plus got a um okay you chose die jordan boyan would like I, to hear that well i left off on die i left off on a dm6 i think that was the last gun i had a dm6 okay yeah they were mm. making good guns back in that era i will say the dm series smooth, were pretty good dude they were sick and then before that i was a diehard shocker guy i had a i bought a shock tech shocker my dad bought me one at a, at a i think it was it at vegas i think he bought it for me at vegas and it was all like that silver and it had this really like aggressive anodizing on it and I think that's why I love the force. Like, obviously, I've switched to a CS3, but mm-hmm. it harkened to it in the milling and stuff. But, dude, I core sampled yeah. that shocker and bent oh, the whole frame. Yeah, because they were pretty like, thin. Yeah. Bro, you put the tank here, the gun would be like this. Dude, <laughs> I, that's essentially what Evan did with his. Like, he, yeah, he just bent it off so you'd be holding it straight and it'd be like, I'm trying to wanted shot or something like that. Um, people don't bro they don't believe you man so one of my favorite markers from the past day is waffle body shockers because i i just they're they're beautiful 
But uh, I'll have to throw up on screen. Hopefully, I remember this in the edit, so I'll actually write down the time code right now. But uh, uh, Alex Frazier actually has his old Dynasty Shocker that he's had someone like completely redo and redone, and I'll throw it up on the screen right now. Um, but it it works. Like you know, it could shoot 15 balls a second. Like it's it's crazy. So uh, yeah, I was able to check that out when I was at the field one offices. Um, but yeah, dude, there's so many cool guns back then. That's kind of what I loved about like paintball and that culture at the time everyone's nxt shocker was different from everyone else's because what mods you put in it what board what cheater boards you put in it um you know what you know like did you upgrade the bolt did you not upgrade the bolt do you have a different barrel system do you have this shop yeah there you go that's exactly the one brando i uh, pulled it up for them to see in chat but Damn. it's it's a beautiful marker man and i just i love the looks it's kind of that old school like paintball style but it still kind of looks new you know like it's I use a barrel exactly like that like my my teal and well, that was the smart parts exactly barrel like right that. with the spiral uh yep. with, yeah, yeah with the, the, the spiral porting on yeah. it yeah the all american that's what it was called but yeah no. i have a barrel I, I use that i literally use i'm pretty sure it's that barrel i hear this is this is what i've been told from like old like ogs is that barrels used to be better like they were the quality. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. They feel way better now no. to me. But you know, I was a kid. I, so you're I, I not. Hear the quality. You're not wrong. The problem is, because I've actually I've I've heard a similar thing. I've heard that you know, like old barrels used to be more accurate or you know more straight or something. I yeah. honestly think I think it's paint has changed. Because, I, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, like I think it. People are conflating the two. They they think it's you know yeah a barrel does kind of impact your accuracy, but really not that much. Like it's mostly yep. about the paint that you're shooting. And back in the day, they had just perfect, amazing paint because it was being made with oil and all this extra shit. And then we eventually realized like, yeah. So uh, that turns out that kills pretty much every animal that eats it. So let's make it <laughs> water based and uh, try like with some gelatin or something. So that's why, yeah, like paint is different nowadays. It's not the same like that old school RPS or some shit that just would be oily out of the bag, but Dude. just dead on straight every time. Mm -hmm. I remember shooting. Uh, was it Zap? It was like neon green. At Ooh, that yeah, yeah. So it, it was at the familiar. event. We that's what we shot. And I mean, dude, I, I remember. Now that you say it, I agree with you because I never really had issues with paintballs back then. Even like the mm -hmm. bottom shelf, like, you know, when they sell the, the crappy bags of paint at the field for like a discount, like even that. Well, you're, you are wrong because yeah, Monster box, Ball, the well, the white box, but also you, Monster Ball exists during this time. So your argument doesn't work because that literally would like break people's bones. Like it was oh literally such a hard fucked up shell that would then sit in a walmart for six months and oh, then finally dude, get monster bought ball. and then like dude monster ball was fucking that's how you hurt your friends oh, people think dude. frozen paintballs is what hurts no it was close. literally just people using monster ball they didn't realize it oh my god dude i remember walmart had stuff i remember that what, what are you looking for brando walmart. what's going on over here oh my goodness I, I was looking for the case that that i have the uh shit autococker in because i i have the barrel in there oh dude, the autococker that, that, that and that chrome yeah, oh. yeah that that chrome one piece 12 inch that. stainless steel die barrel yeah I'll, I'll, I'll bring that over i'll bring that uh how heavy is it this weekend it's, it's heavy fucking heavy <laughs> you, you yeah, can you use it as a weapon i want to i want to check this out because i've heard about this before yeah bro that's what cracks me up about everybody nowadays like younger players and new players they're like they're like, oh, this is heavy. I'm like, dude, I, I swear paintball survived. Like, bro, no. bricks back in the day. It was a brick. Yeah. Well, that's like, you, 
if you've seen an angel only on videos, it seems like it's kind of sleek and smooth and it looks tight. Fucking hold one in person. It, like you said, it is legitimately a like triangle shaped brick that you are holding in your hands. Like it is it's not comfortable, not ergonomic. Regs were fucking way heavier. Tanks were heavier because we didn't have carbon fiber wrap. Everything was usually steel wrap tanks. Oh so, yeah. Dude, it, fucking your hopper had to have six nine volts in it just to keep up. So that's extra seven pounds <laughs> yeah. you're carrying right there. So yeah, no, oh, shit, shit was crazy, bro. The evolution of paintball is so wild now. We've come I mean, such a far away. Like, <laughs> guns are so light compared to what they used to be. Now, to you guys, does it feel like it's gotten with the guns to a point where they're so close like how much more innovation like, there's none like, and that's why you've seen like most paintball now. markers that are new are really just quality of life like nice special service features really like to update the warranty you know it's like hey kind now of you have another five like, years of a warranty gun and and don't get me wrong like yeah planet eclipse with like the lv2 okay cool they threw in like a new oled board which is a new technology you know now we can have like yeah, you, you know a little bit line. better looking board uh you know stuff like that and yeah, the shot is sick as fuck, but it's like, where do you upgrade? And that, and that's also why we've seen kind of the world of gun modification die out too. Cause like I was saying, when I got that spider Victor, I went onto eBay and instantly had like different bolt options. I could put a new ASA on it. I could get a different aftermarket feed neck. And like, you actually would want to, because the gun was pretty shitty as you got, as you got it. And so instead of then spending, you know, $500 on another marker well you could spend a hundred bucks and make it a little better like make it at least feel a little better in your hands and that <laughs> you know that was good okay. <laughs> so. does part of that does part of that have to deal with or um in part of uh it being like like a standard of, of shooting 10.5 you know at, at a tournament rather than uh, or just thinking, uh, speaking of the innovation factor of it all, you know, uh, something when it was like uncapped. Oh, you and, have, and, yeah, no, you, you have know? a very valid point here. And I just realized this was in my room, so I'm going to clean it off and I'll show you guys real quick. But, um, no, you have a very valid point because back in the day, since the capping, it, it wasn't going the opposite way. Like, since 2012, we've gone from 15, 12.5 to 10.5. We've gone down. It was the opposite. It was going from like, you know, auto cockers and stuff that could shoot maybe you know six seven balls per second if you're like really good on it and then now we got you know like auto mag started to come in we could shoot 10 or so auto electronic boards started showing up now we're shooting 12 11 13 we're starting to figure out bolt systems and you know uh mm -hmm. pneumatics better now we're shooting 15 20 and it's like that ramp kept going up and up and up and then we got to a point where we realized like Okay, guys, if we all just shoot 100 balls a second and have to carry 4 million paintballs, this game doesn't work. So, like, we yeah. got to put a cap on it and bring it back now. And, uh, you know, like, I, you know, technology just stales out. You don't need to innovate it at all. It, it's almost it's almost like, oh, man, I don't know, just, just comparing it. Uh, learning about, like, the Cold War. You know how, how us and Russia were going at it and like technology. It was an was arms just, race. No, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. That's why they call it the paintball arms race. Cause it literally was every year your gun had to be that much better. It had to be different. It had to have a new technology. That's why you'd see like planet eclipse when they came out with their first marker introducing eyes. That was huge. That was a new technology. Now your electronic gun wasn't just going to fucking break every single ball in your hopper. The second that one broke. So like, you know, little updates like that were forced into the market instead of just being like a, well, it speaks to you now. Yeah. So like, that's you know, cool. I, I remember when I got like my Empire Axe, right? I worked all summer for that shit when I was a kid. Um, go, yeah. to, go to Maximum Paintball and there's some dudes there and they're like, oh, so like what's, what, what, uh, 
what you got on your axe and i'm like nothing they're like ew and i was like i have any aftermarket Damn. grips bro you yeah, don't yeah, got yeah, your yeah. fucking look at this shit i got i got wood grips i'm like that shit looks <laughs> ugly as hell look at this yeah. i got a really fat out of weight paintball player girl who's half naked on my gun isn't that hot no no it's fucking not god i dude i never understood that Dude. Uh, but here, here, I'll show it off real quick. This is actually my first yeah. ever paintball gun. This is Spider Victor. Jeez. This is what I picked Dude, up. You still have it. I do. Yo, let me play with that. Let me play with that. This is not the original bolt. This is the Tech T Hush bolt, which helps improve air efficiency and made it quieter. It's a badass bitch. Uh, dude, I don't even know if this thing would fire. It has not been aired up in <laughs> decades. Um, no, I should bring out the field sometime. Let me see. Yeah, bro, okay. wouldn't that be such a cool thing to do? Like, if we all had Hawking a day where. Source. Bro, like bring your original bring gun your that you started. OG set up? No, yeah, I want to at least even, have some fun. Have this gun is not mine. fun, bro. It is uh, annoying as shit to use. Fucking. God, oh, dude, we'd all be out I'll there just like. My, I even have my OG barrel, 16 inches, because you know it had to be yeah. long. If it wasn't long, you weren't doing it right. No. Nope. Yeah, if it was, oh, dude. It, for some reason, it being longer made it more accurate. It did, right? So yeah, so it's, put now, it's a, now it's a sniper. It's a sniper. This is a sniper, oh, Victor, bro. Dang. Sniper pistol. And then dude. here, let me check out. Got my original Steely three thousand forty-five. Oh, yeah, uh, forty-eight three thousand. No, this thing is yeah, it's been dead for a long time, and I would Where's never air, air this up. Let's launch that. Let's launch that. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you put like a hundred psi in it, it's gonna blow up. Let's but launch yeah, bro. that bitch. So you'd be you'd here let me see if i can get this even threaded hey, we'll on. To my dad's and we'll shoot old steel tanks dude the fun. threads are not happy here God, everyone's wow. just gonna watch Look me you're making thing. it worse on, yeah. Yeah. all right so finally that, this is nice. how long this thing would be bro Damn. look at that thing dude sniper rifle and then i had a halo 2 that was my that was my hopper so yeah and i don't have the halo, I had two, halo 2 as well i also had a halo 2 that was my first Did setup anybody... that's what a uh, little ryan played with did you guys ever have the egg hopper? Remember the egg? Eggy. That was like that started fading out as soon as I got into it. That was when oh, I started. Man, getting it. it was Halo. The, the I will Halo. say, yeah, because the Halo came after the egg, and it kind of replaced the egg as like the cheap. By like, far, it's a good hopper, but it's not the new one, so you don't. Have, you can find a it's cheap better. used one. It's like it was better in like almost every way. <laughs> not, wait, what? Are you saying the Halo I mean, Two is better than like the Z Two? What the Z two? Because what I was saying was the Halo two. It came out and then they like they were making new shit kind of around 2012, and that's why the Halo was like, oh, it's dropped down now. It's kind of you could pick it up. You can find speed feeds and everything for it. Hello, cheap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I remember, even... I remember the Halo being like decent, better than the the one where it's like the, that shit flips backwards to load it in. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. So that's oh, the, that's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah, no, and like Halo the, the Halo had like an actual speed feed. Like I remember mine had like an exalt speed feed on it that looks, you know, kind of similar to what we have nowadays with like, you know, rubber fins and shit. Um if I lost hella pain off the break. Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my OG setup. Let me put this shit. Dude, you know, dude, I feel like I see feed. that more now than I did in like the past like probably like Ten years. Now, now I say that, I'm just bullshit, and I remember like those Empire Z twos, bro. Holy shit! Hey, dude, yeah, the Z twos, bro. There, there was an Empire <laughs> Halo Hopper. Am I crazy or no? I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, no. So, there was a so, so essentially, what happened was Halo was its own company, or it was actually. Yeah. I, I think it was part of Angel. I may be 
crazy there, but I want to say it was maybe part of Angel or something like that. Fact check me someone. But um, what uh, what ended up happening was Empire bought out either that loader design or that part of that company or something like that, because that was when Empire started to like kind of take over and conglomerate a majority of like the smaller, you know, well-known companies, but like they weren't big enough to like kind of make it on their own. And especially with 08 and the recession getting really hard, they just started picking up all these, you know, properties. <clears throat> Dude, which it, now they're, point. you know, core outdoor sports, which is like seven different companies. It's crazy. Um, so wild. Dude, I, I at one point at, in that window, I mean, it was like everybody at one point was wearing Empire. Like they were so For hot, sure. even with like, like the jerseys. Oh, yeah, they, had, they had Dynasty. Like they had, you know, yeah. they had the top day of Impact as well as that time. Like, I mean, I feel like, yeah, it was, it was the... They had know, Aftershock, uh, I'm pretty e sure, as well, right? E-Flexes were the big thing, uh, right? It was kind of the oh, Empire the events, version. The events. The events, and then I think was the E-Flex after it? 2012 oh. was when the E-Flex yeah. came out. I remember Okay. Like, yeah. right when I came in, that was that's when what, the E-Flex dropped. That's what Dynasty was wearing, because I remember, like, yeah, same thing. Like, that's yeah. kind of the picture I think of when I think, like, my first couple of years in the game. Um, yeah, using Z2s with Planet Eclipse markers and empire shit and that's for some reason i happen to like all those brands that's weird it's like it's marketing working <laughs> yeah yeah whoa, whoa dude. dude never would have thought that for sure it was... <laughs> but yeah man I um, think... you were gonna what's say that? something what's up no no I one more it just i didn't think planet was gonna take over that that's a good point like, yeah because like, like they were yeah, they were a they started out as a manufacturer modifier like a, a marker sorry a marker modifier like they, they didn't make their own gun and then eventually they, they were getting so good at tuning other markers they're like guys we just gotta like make our own shit and then we can sell it and like that's what they did and that I think uh was it the ego was that their first marker yeah the yeah, ego seven yeah. Yeah. Oh. that's the one yeah because and that was like such a crazy thing because i remember like there was an interview about it and jack they're like yeah it's a little brash to name our first marker the ego but it worked <laughs> like so i was like fair that's fair um well yeah man so okay so that's kind of you know your your background you you know you were playing a lot during the kind of golden age era of paintball um and then you know like a lot of people jump back in around kind of the COVID times it seems that seems to be kind of the, the normal flow of things happening um we do have a lot more to talk with cody about but we are well past ad time so i need to do that ad brandon time. you never sent me text for ad time so uh it, it's <laughs> hell, it's ad brandon, time though. now I, I just want to put it out there he's not supposed to send me a text i just like throwing him under the bus it feels good um yeah, so dude. we're going to start Four out with Liquid text. IV. <laughs> he's sending me a text right now. Is that what he's doing? He's, just want to finish typing your message and then I can do ads. But, uh, what? Yeah, we're, we're waiting on you. The whole class is waiting on you, Brandon. Do you have anything to share? Misspelled ad. <laughs> Thanks for the ad, Brandon. All right, so it's ad time. Boom. Liquid IV, uh, it's the hydration multiplier. It helps you out uh, if you're, you know, trying to stay hydrated at the field because it's 108 because it's the hottest summer ever on record or you drunk a lot same thing it's going to get you hydrated whenever you need it it's got three times the electrolytes of most sports drinks it's got vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c like i mentioned every week it's going to keep you good to go they got the sugar-free version now which is actually what i'm sipping on tonight i got the sugar-free lemon lime in my cup what's in your cup uh it uses allulose as its natural sweetener which is cherry, a good bro. choice 
thanks bro i wasn't really asking um it's a good choice for people who you know don't want to spike blood sugar levels maybe they're keto they have ins uh, diabetes issues or stuff like that um it can definitely you know be a good product for that as well as staying hydrated um if you want you know they uh, can go check out their website liquidiv.com they have so many great flavors to choose from i'm a huge lemon lime fan but i will say i tried golden cherry this past weekend and it's it's pretty bomb brandon brandon got me my first packet and i really enjoyed it so you're welcome I, I get what he's been talking about this whole time uh you can also head over to the website check out the other flavors like i mentioned uh, they got guava watermelon passion fruit strawberry pina colada acai berry uh you know a whole bunch for you to check out over there um the great thing oh i think i got through most of my stuff but the great thing that i haven't mentioned yet is the code which is mafia underscore moffit that's going to get you 20 percent off and free shipping over there so head over to liquidiv.com use the code mafia underscore moffit at checkout and you're going to get 20 percent off and free shipping at liquid iv we appreciate them for their support thanks for coming on to the show guys um let's jump into our next one we got nectar energy which i'm actually going to take out this pouch real quick throw that away because don't don't litter kids if you you know get this product make sure you throw it away but nectar's a great awesome product i enjoyed it i've been on it all night so far tonight it's keeping me energized and packed with energy um it's uh it, it looks like you know zin snus tobacco almost like something like that like i get that it's in the same type of pouch form the big difference though is this product does contain no nicotine or tobacco uh products in it so it is kind of you know kind of on the more safe to consume side it just contains caffeine and uh neurotropics uh which i think is uh cognizine citocholine i will get it just perfect one of these ad reads but tonight is not the one you could head over to nectar.energy that is n-e-c-t-r you can see it on the label there dot energy and you can go check out their two great flavors they currently have fresh mint and ice mango pick some up for yourself use the code mafia productions all one word you're gonna get a buy two get one free so throw three items in your cart you're only gonna be paying for two of them and the other one is gonna show up free with free shipping so uh make sure you, you know if you want to check uh, check them out head over to nectar.energy slash mafia productions and uh yeah throw a couple in your cart and uh get that free inv or free product it's always good to get free stuff in life and hey you know it's free All that free shit uh last but definitely not least we'll bring it up one more time thank you to all of our sponsors over at the mafia productions patreon who are up to win this beautiful headband this month i'm trying not to take it out of the box because i want it to be the you know the official seal Christine. how uh, how it is when you get it from them uh but yeah we get a little excuse me media series 2023 headband from the moffit uh one of my ones i really appreciate alex doing that for us so uh yeah, we're going to be giving one of those away to our Patreon or Patreon members. You don't have to be a Patreon producer. You just got to be a member. Signed up over at patreon.com slash mafia underscore productions. And uh, yeah, get access to all the extra bonus goodies over there as well. Thank you to our current Patreon supporters. I want to give a shout out to a couple of them today. We had a couple people signed up. We got uh, Kendrick Hunt. He signed up over there. We also had... Oh, crap. I can't read my own handwriting right now. Well, I'm going to go double check that in just a second. I will actually give you your shout out because I apologize because I don't want to be that guy. So, yeah, thank you to our Patreon producers. Um, they help keep the show going and up on the airwaves. And we, you know, we appreciate their support. They keep it uh, nice and light and fresh. But uh, let's let's jump back into this because um, we still have I mean, we still have a lot to talk about. Bunker so Fest much. took place place this past weekend. We got some great things to talk about with that. Uh, we have a little bit of a tribute to Sky King that's going to come up later on in the show. Uh, mm. If you guys don't know about that story, stay tuned. It's a beautiful Not one. To learn. But 
you know, we, we talked about your, your paintball background, Cody, before I think we dive into the other aspects, I do want to hear some of the, you know, some of the artistic side. Cause, uh, for those who don't know, and I'm, you know, there might be a lot of people out there. Cody was actually a part of a band. Uh, you guys had fairly, you know, successful bout. You guys were able to kind of get some stuff going. You were able to sign to a label and, you know, kind of work that way up that ladder, um, before, you know, eventually seemed to, to come to a collapse. What, uh, you know, what, what is the story of that, of, uh, what is it? It's we three, we beasties, we beasties. We beasties. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. What's, what's the background on that brother? Uh, you want that one or do you want the gateway drug bands that led to that one? Do you want the whole, do you want the whole thing or do you want to start there? You know what? I got all the time in the world, brother. So let's, let's start from the top. Well, so from the top, um, I, you know, obviously I did talent show stuff with high school friends. Um, played all the emo everyone had the talent show band. That's yeah. that's like that's a requisite if you're gonna be a musician. What was the uh, what, what was that uh, that song? Um, Do you feel like a man when you put <laughs> <push> her around? <laughs> Do you feel better now as she falls to <laughs> the ground? Dude, we're gonna get copyright strike. That was such a good uh, rendition. Oh, darn mm. it! Dang it! <laughs> but um, continue. <laughs> So yeah, did that? Did uh, did a thirty seconds to uh, sorry uh, another band's cover, and then after that um, played with my buddies, and then was just like and at the time I was a drummer, so I was a drummer doing backup vocals, like singing and playing. So I was kind of doing like the Don Henley thing, kind of like that. And uh, yeah, yeah, so I went to In and Out off of uh, the one off of Jensen, the ninety nine. And my one of my best friends, middle uh, older brother was working there, and he's a super sick guitar player. And so he asked me like what I was doing with music and stuff. And so I was like, oh, nothing. He's like, dude, you should come out and jam with us. So I started jamming with those guys out in Easton, and um, and that band became that band was called Session, and that was like a garage rock band, kind of like playing grungy 90s stuff early 2000s type music kind of like chili peppersy like we yeah. could play a party it was like a party type rock band but that's a little bit I of dad got. rock as people would call it today kind of yeah okay and, gotcha. uh, and um so that's how that started and uh this this dog he just so, wants uh, attention bro he just loves <laughs> this you guy's, he's my son he's literally my son does he have down syndrome nice no no he's old he's like 11 Oh, okay, but, okay. Yeah. Um, Look, dogs with Down syndrome are the best. I'm not even joking. That's oh, like, that's yeah. not a joke. It's, it's, you ever it's seen a, a tiger thing. with Down syndrome? No. I have not. That's a that's a thing. Dead ass. That is a... I'll send it over. Don't that's kind of crazy. And while we're on a little it. bit of a tangent from your story, Cody, sorry to cut you off. I wanted to say, hey, Jonathan Jones, I knew I'd get your name right. So I appreciate you. Thank you for signing up, Jonathan Jones. And then it was also Kendrick Hudd. So I, I knew it, but hey, I just had to make sure it was right. Thank you to you guys uh, and all the other Patreon supporters who are over there. So, no. Okay, so back to your story. You were playing, you know, some type of yeah. dad so bands, playing. some kind of, you know, fun party rock. What a... All right, so so how are we progressing now? So, went from that, then went to that... That band evolved into this band called Rogues. Like, a little bit cooler, you know? A little bit Rogues. more... A little bit easier to search online, you know? And, uh, and then from there, I wanted to start touring and, like, playing more shows and, like, actually getting out there. Well, these guys couldn't do it. You know, they just, they just wanted to do the local thing. It was just a lot of, lot of people. They want to just do the local thing and not really go any farther than that because it kind of goes out of your comfort zone. Same in paintball. Same I'm in, like, sorry, a lot of I'm areas. I'm so sorry, Cody. Hatch just posted a picture of a tiger with Down syndrome. 
<laughs> and this whole time, if you've been watching the video, I'm not laughing at Cody. I swear to God, but oh my God. It's like, I'm, I'm going to have to put that in the show. All right. It's you like guys will see the image now on your screen. Blobfish tiger, bro. It's like a blobfish tiger. A <laughs> blobfish tiger. It's like, it's like it gave up. Gave up. Jesus. Oh man, no, that's funny. All right, I am so sorry, uh -oh. Cody, but no, no, it's cool. Hatch, uh, it's reel so it in, reel it in. Whoa, whoa! No dropping <laughs> funny photos in the chat. I didn't, break, through stories. I didn't break character. I didn't break character. Um. Okay. And wow. so from there, uh, I basically blew that band up, and I quit. And I was kind of like the rock of the band. I, I mean, more or less. Um, I was kind of the glue. Obviously, I'm the drummer. So. Uh, drummers are just I, the best, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. I so I the rhythm, drums, you know? Yeah, well, drums was that was. I wasn't even being sarcastic. Was... I watched uh, that thing you do as a child. So yeah, shout out Spartacus. Oh, that thing! No, I've never seen that. <laughs> that's hella funny. So that's it's literally a movie that's about a one-hit wonder band. It has Tom Hanks in it. It's got a whole bunch of awesome people. It's it's a great movie. Um, but yeah, it's an older movie. It's called That Thing You Do. Uh, but that's do. funny because it's the I want to say the main character is kind of a cast but like the main guy you see a lot of is the drummer and it's from his perspective um, and so it is kind of funny to hear that that like that is kind of in real life too where you're trying to just hold everything together <laughs> it really is man that rhythm section keeps it going dude <laughs> in, in oh. both on stage and off and off yeah dude and uh, I was always really intense and serious and I like I mean to the point like i performed like i wasn't you know like practice is one thing but when i played shows i was like super serious about it i was like sober as a bird caffeinated you know i was like working out i was in shape like i wanted to be like you could athlete. never tour with like mega death bro oh, <laughs> oh well dude I was, uh, nikki six was drinking heroin from a fire hose and it's like oh, what the fuck were these guys doing like yeah oh, some of those 70s and 80s wild, bands bro oh my god <laughs> Oh yeah, no, they're wild. All those bands are wild, man. I've I've met like a uh, was it a stage manager? I met the stage manager of Metallica. Oh my god, that's so when Damn. I was working a little bit of like touring production, we'd get to some of these you know venues, and you, they'd have the same stagehand who's been working there since the sixty you know sixty five. And my favorite thing, you'd always just start asking these guys like, "What's the craziest story?" And then you just sit oh, back for that. 30 minutes because like some of the shit you would hear is just like, um, <laughs> it was a different time. Oh, it was yeah. a different era. And it, it like was... anyone who says it wasn't, you're just dead wrong because it was, there's so much crazy like, shit going on. Dude, like even like when I was in it and I was, because uh, when I was playing in those bands, the emo scene was fully like in control. A lot of the music, like, mm -hmm. like. Emo rock, streamo, all that, like alternative. That was like the it big was like, thing. It was around the turn of like the 2010s, right? Like into that yeah. decade. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right around that year. Music. Skrillex was making dubstep, you know, popular because he just well, failed being an emo artist, so he came to dubstep and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he left his from story first is insane. Yeah. Dude. Dude, I remember like I played this festival um and like johnny craig was in it you guys remember that guy johnny craig i can't remember what band he was in i guess he stole a bunch of fans laptops but i mean it's just like, what the, like the hell scammed them all out of laptops i'm not trying to put the air the guy out but like you know it was Fuck you, johnny craig. yeah you know what yeah. We yeah, with Colin Cody, you, Johnny right? Craig. Yeah, oh, this podcast hates Johnny Craig. We, you know, this <laughs> paintball <laughs> podcast that's definitely about paintball. He's yeah, no, I'm joking, dude. But like, um. Yeah, I, uh, I that at that festival, but yeah. Anyway, but um, 
So after those bands, I went back to City College, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll just go back to school. And I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna be a normal person. Be normal. I tried it, dude. I failed, I cannot, mama. Cannot do normal. It's so hard for me. And so while doing that, I got really into like fish tanks. So then I had like a super cool fish freshwater. Tanks? Yeah, dude, I got into like having a freshwater fish tank. You know, I was like really into that. All right. I, I know. Right. I, look, I know how nerdy Did that is. Did you ever super... get a laser? Because yeah, you, you can use lasers to kill things in the tank. This is deep oh, no, knowledge dude. that. No, yeah. No. Okay. No, no, no. no I'm not no, even talking about fish. I'm talking want. about like algae and like bad things yeah. that like. Yeah. So this is a whole thing. You got to look into the use of lasers and fish tanks. It's pretty cool. If your if your water quality is good, you know, you know. Um, <laughs> Damn, shots fired! All right, yeah, you're on the right. Careful. <laughs> get on your shit, Jackie. Oh, we'll get into the weeds, bro. Um, but yeah, I did that, and then I uh, I started hanging out with uh, some uh, some like different people, like Tower District friends of mine and stuff. And so Tower District. Yeah, the son of the original owner of like Audi's Olympic. I don't know if you know Club Fred, yeah. Audi's Olympic, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Fred's son, Max Martinez, became my friend. And so we started hanging out and chilling. So one thing leads to another. You know, we're hanging out in his garage. He's a badass drummer, dude. And so him and I started the band together. And uh, here, come on, come on. That's, that enough. We, that's enough. We Beasties. You guys this, is, this is the beginning of We Beasties. Gotcha. And so we're, you know, God, we started I, jamming in his garage. I just, I just want to pet the good boy. That's all. Every dude. time I see his head, I just want to give yeah, him a pet. Just... Oh, he's such a good boy. Oh, yeah, look at him. Oh, he's so happy. Yeah, Hello, he's the old, he's All right, the old... sorry. All right. Um, and so, oh, uh, what you... yeah, we started... We started jamming, and, and you know, one thing leads to another. This guy comes in, this guy comes in, and I was like the front man, the singer guy, but I was a drummer all my life, and so it was like this whole switch. And so, like Max kind of showcased me vocally, and like we just pulled the talent. I mean, the original bass player was like a tightrope gypsy dude that did like the fire stuff at like uh, not at like he wasn't like a circus guy, um, but I mean, super dude, super talented at bass and did like the fire show stuff. You know those people that do the shows? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Like fire, fire staff and, and stuff. Fun fact, yeah, I, like I learned yeah, how to dude. fire spin at a summer camp when I was like 12. Fucking that was irresponsible by them, but that was, again, a different planet that we lived on at that point in time. Oh, dude. That really, same you know, summer camp, I learned how to throw like knives, that. shoot blow darts, uh, air rifles, archery. Like, we did uh, mountain boarding, which essentially was like snowboarding, but there's no snow so you're on a thing with wheels like yeah there's so much crazy shit at that uh camp camp augusta shout out camp yeah, augusta. augusta but yeah no fire spinning's dope dude i think hatch for us it would have been calvin crest if i'm correct right remember calvin crest did you ever hear about that no i haven't i don't think so i, I just keep thinking hatch and i are like the exact you're same not game. you're not like <laughs> not at all. almost almost like not at all no, actually, yeah, not at all. Like seven years I'll difference. Like it's it's a lot more. I'll be there one day. One day you'll be my dad. Cody, I think that speaks to some other things that maybe you need to talk to someone with if you're calling a man younger than you your father. But it, you know, we can <laughs> we can talk about that later. We don't need to go into that right now. 
Well, it's the like, rule of fathers, bro. It's the rule of fatherhood. It's just the way I mean, it is I, on the paintball field. Bro, when I hug you, I'm like at your stomach, so it feels fatherly. That is true. I, yeah, I give him the nice... Mm. Dude, I give great hugs, bro. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out my dude, hugs. Like, sure, I'm like three feet tall, and you're like six feet tall. I got you. It's okay. Yeah. Come here. Hey, next, next I don't time ever get to hug anyone. I always just get like this airspace of nothing, but, you know, makes next, other people next time you hug, Next time you hug Ryan, like... Give him a good rub on his chest. It, it makes me, yeah, it makes me feel loved. It's I gonna be funny it. how many yeah. random people are gonna like listen to this. Gonna and, like, do this to, to me now? Yeah, it's gonna be too many. <laughs> mm. Hell yeah! <laughs> just creeped out. Yeah, no. Um, we uh, we just started jamming. It was like super organic. Um, and just like you know, like super, super, what like everything you think it would be, like that stere stereotypical, just like getting into the weeds of like playing music and like mm -hmm. doing the drugs yeah, doing just, the whole thing like just the, like the jam it. and like identifying yeah, and like figuring out who we are like oh, why, why are we yeah. different as a band you know man like you Holy know i was shit. i was thinking bro like so if we fucking like i don't know <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind yeah. of that like we're getting into band. it the vibration bro i mean the smoke would come out i mean <laughs> Yeah, and, and yeah. what was so cool about Do you guys his, have shag carpet his, in your van? Oh, yeah, dude. And so, <laughs> dude, his garage, bro, like, we had this whole thing set up. Like, the outside door, he had painted with, like, minions on it, you know? And so, like, it was, like, and you have to, like, go in this alley to get in there. And it was, and then his backyard's, like, this zen garden with a pond. I mean, it was very yeah. cool. It's funny because that does sound like a legit dope place to like make music, but it also sounds crazy. <laughs> like it, those dude, things go crazy. hand in hand. <laughs> our our main studio was like a psychedelic trip, and then we had a second space that we could practice at downtown Fresno, which was the fire. And, and they're not supposed to know this, but the firefighter um, uh, department they have like this old room that was like a jam room. Some of the Fresno downtown firefighters were like in cover bands, so we had this badass studio there at our disposal we had like studio hands helping us we had fridge microwave everything dialed in like a pro band mm -hmm. i mean whiskey was ready for us we had we were drinking seagrams and coke you know <laughs> how'd you guys get this dude yeah like, <laughs> huh? how'd you guys get this hookup just i mean just know the, the right, right person you suck the right thing right you know I what mean, i mean yeah dude we were just in that right spot and Brandon knows a lot about that you suck enough, oh, you yeah. suck the right one. Dude, this man's a travel surgeon, surgical tech. He knows about sucking some dick. Travel sucker. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, dude, it was, uh, we just cooked on that music. We cooked and cooked for, like, almost two years before we came out. Dude, and then, let him uh, cook, bro. God damn. Bro, like, the original music was, like, not even, like, for normal people, it wasn't listenable because it was, like, all odd time, like, very math rock. Very mathy, very psychedelic, very like odd time music. If you, you know just what I mean. Change it up like time measures and get, shit every now and then. How do we get a hold of that, like... hold of that music? It's out there. It's just you know, it, it was crazy, dude. Like, and then um, we just got it all dialed in. I was in control of like managing it, marketing, doing all the social media, doing doing the the not so fun stuff because I was like this. Basically, I was like on stage. Jim Morrison, get off. Don Draper, Madman. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I, I, so front lead man. And then the second you get off stage and getting on social media and like, hey, check us out, guys. We're going to be at this next show at this next town. Come Love check us there. out. We're we beasties. We love you, Fresno. Yeah. Like that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And so they trusted me. And so I, I became like the unsaid leader of the group. And, and uh, so essentially, you know, when every kid first plays rock band and they make their band with their friends and you start out in your little hometown that's essentially just what you did in real life i feel like 
Yeah, well, so the thing is, these guys had never been in a band before, but I had. And I had, I had. So you took that past experience and kind of, okay. I did the local thing already. And so I was already ready to like, to do the next level thing. And so the way to, to break through and not get stuck in the local trap, a lot of, a lot of bands have this issue, um, is you, you go out before you're even ready. You know what I mean? You, you have to, with music now, I feel like you have to set everything up in advance. Like a lot of these artists that just oh, pop yeah. into your radar, like out of nowhere, dude, they've been working on that product for years. I'm that's, talking that's everything. Any, no, you, you're, you're describing any overnight success on internet because yeah. people see that, whatever that property it is that blows up, like lead example i don't know if you've heard of this song but richmond north of richmond it all of a sudden blew up gained a lot of popularity it's just a dude who's very real who's singing a song that comes from his heart and people identified with that people are like damn like never seen him before industry plant well if you look at his channel he's been posting music for four years to 200 followers or to 200 Mm -hmm. listeners but he just found a song and it resonated with the right people who then clicked share and clicked play and then that went to more people and like that's how that cycle begins so no it is always funny like people saying the overnight success no 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 no, there's no such thing as that it's always at least multiple years of putting into that content and then finally getting that break oh yeah i I would say like a solo artist it's a little bit easier because there's less people to work with there's less people in the kitchen less less Uh, mouths to feed Oh yeah, no. in a band, I mean, honestly, you don't even start writing songs until like I would say four years in, five years in. Like you think you're yeah, writing really. songs, and then you and then you get to this point. Like I was telling, like I was telling you, Hatch, uh, like uh-huh. where we left off at. You know, like you heard some. Like if you listen to the songs that are still out there, you can hear a progression in quality and songwriting. Mm-hmm. Dude, like the stuff we had that's not out. I mean, it was. You, you couldn't tell the difference between that and any like mainstream artist like well, on so, the radio. And, and God, I, think, I gotta hear it, bro. This is a thing. Yeah. This is a thing with with musical talent that I think a lot of people don't understand because they've never really had experience with it. Like all of all of creativity and especially music, it's just practice. There's very few people who are just born and are just amazing yeah. singer songwriters. Like that yeah. that that doesn't happen and. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, you're going to have your edge case examples of just guys who are just amazingly gifted with music. But a lot of it is you create it over years. Like, I think most people have this this thought that they hear a singer and, oh, that singer, they just were naturally gifted that voice. And it's just, you know, you either have it or you don't. And that's it. No. Like, even the best naturally gifted singers spend years in vocal training. Like, I wasn't even good but like you see that little plaque back there i did some time in musical theater i spent years in vocal training trying to get that talent to be even a little bit better because it's a muscle it's a skill like any other that you have to practice and train and just like playing the guitar you want to get your riffs riffs better well, play them every fucking day you want to sing like you can't but that's the thing with singing too is you can't just fucking belt shit out every day because then you're going to start fucking up your vocal cords so yep. it's it's a whole balancing process but like any art it's it's over years it's you know it's a lot of work because you have to refine that process of what that art even is. Oh yeah, no, it's true. Hey, what do they say? Cash, hard- what? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Cody. What are you dropping dude. in in fucking chat, what? bro? 
What, what is going the fuck on over here? You just keep dropping random symbols. like boy band photos. Have and you then, looked at them? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, okay, I can see now that it's them, but I didn't know that. And then also, <laughs> you guys think you could 1v1 a Down Syndrome Tiger? That's a quote from you in chat. What, are you listening at all, Hatch? <laughs> yes, like, yes, yes. I was just, that's just a question that I was thinking for later. Okay. <laughs> I had to type it. No, you're you can't, but... Let's continue on the music track a little bit. This has been such an ADHD podcast. I love it. Uh, talking about boy bands, I'm like, I used to know all the in-sync dances. I mean, <laughs> it's like, yo, Backstreet's oh, yeah. back, bro. Dude, it was so sick, dude. That right. that, that 90s watch. boy band stuff was fire, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude, bro, I'm not even going to lie. No, though. wait, early 2000s, not 90s. What am I talking about? Dude. Yeah, nineties was Big more like rush? you had like Sheesh. new kids on the block was nineties, but like they were kind of the first like real kind of like boy band like viewed at like that if that makes sense. Yeah, um, about it. There was the like quartets and stuff before that, but there wasn't ever like no, no, no you're wrong because what you a boy band is a band that no one plays an instrument; they're just all different vocal singers. That's the distinction because a yep. band you actually you're playing music as well. Yes, that is. But but if it's NSYNC full of boys, was yeah, NSYNC full of ever holding? No, no. I'm just saying, instrument? like all those eighty, you know, eighty bands, they're boys. Yeah, yeah but they're not boy bands. They're at, if anything, they're like uh, hair metal bands. bands or like fucking bands. Bands. bands that have boys. Okay. <laughs> we get it. I fucking hate you too. God, what did I do to deserve this tonight? Uh, this is fucking a nightmare. Um. But yeah, so you were in your non-boy band, even though it was of all boys, to make these two boys happy over here. <laughs> and so, you know, so, okay. Because I think the thing that is interesting to me is you guys did reach sort of a level of being a working band. And I think one of the things that you may have said earlier in the show, and um, it may have been before the show even, um, was it got to the point where, like, it became work. And, like, you know, this hobby that you loved and loved spending all your time on wasn't wasn't really the same anymore and i guess you know that's kind of what i wanted to pick your brain about because you did what a lot of you know quote unquote bands that's like their goal is eventually getting to where they can start to make some money off of it and then make that more of their you know their income um and you know i guess yeah so like what you know what, what's your thoughts on that it's uh it i think what happens I correlate paintball and music. It's interesting. Coming back to paintball, I'm noticing so many similarities to being on a paintball team and being in a band, as weird as it seems. I've never heard that comparison. Dude, it's so weird, but, like, I always see it. And, like, I'm like a broken record with the team because I'm like, dude, this reminds me of this. And I and but I I'm, think it's – no, continue. But I was just going to say, like, I think it's just uh, the nature of dudes having to work together. Like that, yeah. there are situations that get created in any sort of like group project type thing like that. And you have to, you know, and you have to just, I mean, in a band, you've got all these egos, you've got a ton of talent, you know, and usually everybody's really artistic. And so they, they hate like conforming or like doing it in a way like, cause I was in my group and I'll just, I'll be honest. I was the bad guy. I wanted to, wanted to slap a label on it, sell it and do it for a living. Cause I don't want to do construction my whole life. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I'm not knocking my job, but work, but I wanted this, this was my dream. I wanted to do this for a living and I'm not talking stadiums. I'm not talking anything. I don't need yeah. that. No, there's I, a lot of artists who are not, you know, top hundred billboard hits yeah. who still have 
many successful careers and are able to take care of themselves and you know what they want it's it's just like the divisions in a sport i mean you get like i think where we left off we were if you were to correlate it to paintball i, I would say we were like d2 d1 like okay D2, yeah one level like mm-hmm. and and that's with all i mean that's with all the stuff that we did i mean and i think like, I think your your uh, metaphor works even better there too, because just mm-hmm. like in paintball, even th- when you become that pro, there's so many levels to that too. Like there are pro, like you know, musicians who have popular followings who are in millions of debt to their record labels and can't pay it back. Like that whole industry is so fucked but it is funny how you you use that example and it actually works really well because even if you guys get to that point where you're now part of that pro category you know for that reference you're still fighting uphill you still have so many more levels ahead of you to go oh before you're affecting the economy like taylor swift on her tour right now dude her tour holy shit that's wild the numbers on that are fucking ridiculous her tour has literally profited over a billion dollars already it's fucking insane she's literally saved the economy of some of these small towns that she has gone to that is not a hyperbolic statement it is fact that they have shown with statistics it's fucking crazy yeah yes she can oh man she's she's the you know the dynasty though of you know that industry like she is the top one percent like yeah yeah. you know yeah and uh you know and so you you, you'll start what happens is you get to this point where you start selling out places um you you start really getting it like you can start seeing the fan base and you can see like you know because 10 percent of the fan base is like super diehard fans they'll drive anywhere to see you you know what i mean and you know you see you start seeing it you start seeing that happen you start selling all the merch and then what happens is it it because at first it just costs money like it's just like paintball it just well paintball i think it's even a longer i don't know they're kind of the same in that sense there's a long time before you get some payback like financially like you start to see the if any reap the rewards well, of your work i will say with paintball it's not even financial it may just be you don't pay for gear anymore like that's yeah, kind of your yeah. financial reward but yeah yeah and, and so in music it's like if you could just get to like making zero dollars it's a huge like i see what you're saying yeah just at least going even like yeah I, I got us there i got it to where it flipped to like zero and i was like yes and then you start making money you know what <laughs> yep. i mean and you know and so and it's just it's going and a lot of it is behind the scenes work like i going sure. to la every weekend going to these shows to rub shoulders with these people go to this thing in vegas go to like a lot of times just socializing and networking a lot of it's very clicky in music it's very clicky it's a lot like eighty percent who you know it's 20 percent how talented are you that's kind of what it is like or at least how i see it yeah dude you're following how how's your how's your instagram look what's this how's this it's a lot of it It, it's just like the gym like working out it's like 30 percent of it's working out the rest of it's what you do outside the gym just like in music it's like and I hate saying that, but it's like, it felt like that 25, 30% music. And wow. so the boys, they really hated that, you know, but I knew the game. Yeah. yeah and I and... knew the game. So I had that experience. And so it was pulling them along that whole time. Unfortunately, it was pulling them along with me. One guy in the band the whole time was with me, like going with me on it. And he would, he would back me up on that. But towards the end, 
Um, and this is all like right before COVID. I didn't, you know, no one knew that was coming, but it was just an uphill battle. Like guys kind of started falling off, not coming to practice, getting distracted with life, you know? So we did one last show, dang near sold it out. And then I just, I told everybody, I said, I think we should close doors on it, you know, and just go, Damn. you know, go on a hiatus. Like, like the band didn't, it's not like gone. It's there. Like we could come back together. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it out. I sat on it for a few days and I wrote something real nice out and uh, sent it out to the fans. And, and, you know, it is what it is. It, you know, and, and what's funny is close the doors on it. And literally, I think a month and a half later, two months later, the world ended. Well, it didn't end, but like everything shut <laughs> yeah. down, you know. Ended for and a couple so years at least. Damn, yeah, the timing was perfect. We Beasties breaking up. Just twenty. That's the we, we've confirmed it here, cash. folks. That's why. <laughs> Holy yep. shit, bro! You didn't even. Oh, you didn't even hear it, man. I got so much like, pe- dude. So many people so upset. There's people out there with tattoos of the band's name on them. I mean, that's there's people like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. people in Australia. Dude, crazy. Like people that would come to every show. You know, and like other states and stuff. And you know, it's it was sad because we we were just breaking into that, and I'm gonna correct it we didn't sign but we were getting very we were right like it was mm. tipping over like it, we were i yeah. had the label it mm. was it was an la label um it was a major label um and i have connections with that but we and my guy there he'd been there working there for 30 years he just retired he's a friend of a friend of my you know how it is as a friend yeah. of a friend family but it was someone but, you had kind of an inside you know. with and and you guys were kind of courting a relationship at least like it was yeah. you know if you guys kept at it and things were going on the path that they were that could have been yeah. an option on the down low i would send him i ev basically after three years in i would send him every song and then he would he would correct everything and then just just destroy it just be like this is crap, this is crap, do this right, this is wrong, this is wrong. You know what I mean? That's not a chorus. This isn't even a song. I mean, because he's a... Damn. This dude's... His label, I mean, you look I mean, at their roster. millions of songs like that, though, probably. Right. Like, And so you get yeah. pretty good at picking up, like, uh, you gotta yeah. change this, this is... Uh, I'm done. I can't even listen to this anymore. Change it. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll send him 10 songs, and he says, none of these are a song. And so then I would go back to God the boys damn. and be like, this is all shit. And, you know, and they're artists. So it was, it was hard, but they learned... And then we finally started getting there. And when we started getting there was in the dark and Valentine. Those two songs. That's when shit, bro. Which 2017, 2018. Like that's when it shifted and we started becoming a real band. But like we didn't even do the local thing. We blew past that because I I set the band up in a certain way where we played one local show, disappeared. Then we played Grizzly, we played at Grizzly Fest, which was Mm -hmm. still at uh, downtown at the Grizzly Stadium. And then we would just be very elusive. We'd play our hometown two, three times a year. Everything else was out of town. Bay Area, LA, whatever. You know? And so we just kept it. We kept the demand there. Because what happens is you'll ruin your band and your momentum if you just play your local city. Makes sense. Yeah, you just kind of oversaturate so everyone. The same audience hears you every night. They just get kind of bored of it. And then you yeah. never have that mm-hmm. leverage to then step off of because now your city already hates you. So why the fuck is San Francisco going to show up to care? Hey, hey. Exactly. You have to create the demand. This is coming. Well, it's a supply. It's a supply and demand model. Exactly. Like that's what it is. If you just keep giving people you, they're gonna eventually be like, I don't give a fuck about you anymore, bro. And so it's yeah. You have to say no. You actually have to say no nine out nine out of ten times to things. And that was you. You or and maybe not. 
Sorry, sorry, Brandon. That, sorry. Yeah, that was you holding the reins doing that, right? Yeah, I was the bad guy. I was the okay. guy make, holding the guys out from playing shows every weekend. I was, I was like, because no, we have to do this and this and this. And I was more worried about building up online. I mean, dude, I, at one point I'm running all these social media pages. I got my eyes started twitching from staring at my phone so much, you know, <laughs> it's brutal. But like, you know, working on getting followings up, connecting, like building up the fan base, stretching it out, starting to look at like, dude, because at one point I was so deep. I mean, you could see the analytics on, on mm. these platforms. I mean, I could see where our fans were. So that I come to the boys, hey, look, we got this many fans here, here. Let's, we, we should play a show here. And so... You, know, you just start thinking about that and putting out clips of songs and just teasing and just like trying to do the right things and, and following like bigger artists and seeing how they're doing it. So I was kind of implementing that. Um, yeah. And this is before clips happen. Like now it's crazy. Like paintball, oh, I feel reels. like oh, sure. yeah. reels. Yeah, reels. Yeah. No, but for but, anything, like anyone. It, yeah, it's a completely different social media. If you didn't ever see what YouTube looked like in 2012, the view counts that you would see in 2012, if you got that today, you're a small nobody. And like, those were like huge people just because the nature of more people getting into it, but you know, the market gets more competitive. Like it, it just, it's fucking crazy. Like how the level of talent you have to be at today to be successful in the same way that a decade you would have been ultra mega super like, holy fuck, you're killing it. Like, yeah. I always think about how easy it was 10 years prior, like whatever it is. It's like, dude, like music, like the thing with bands and artists now, they are so insanely good. Like people can say what they want about new artists and bands and all that, but the, the, the level that you need to be at now to even scratch the surface, the bands from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, they would never make it now. Never. Yeah. And it's so you I, have to I, be so different things. I would disagree with you on that because I think good good music resonates. And so I think some of those bands would make it through. But I, I do agree that a majority of bands from former decades could not survive in today's era of how easy it is for every single talented musician to create studio quality music from their own home. And so like every audience member has their attention pulled four thousand different ways and like yeah, will the Beatles still be successful? Maybe, but like, Maybe. will the Monkees be? No, probably not. Like, just you know, they'd become another generic <laughs> band in that you know kind of genre. God damn oh, yeah. you fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> this is the Hatch and Brandon just kind of try to break me up the whole entire show episode. And I, I don't know, it's pretty funny. Yeah, they're being they're being creatures. It is what it is, man. Honestly, dude. But I think Hatch is on his villain. He's on his villain arc, right? Are you on the villain yeah, arc? Yeah, well, I think Hatch is just... I was born on it. Hatch is kind of bored. I don't know what it is this episode. I feel no, like he's, he's goofing around over in chat. He's, he's hitting well, okay, the... We're talking about Wee Beasties, so obviously I'm posting the pictures of the Wee Beasties. Okay, okay. Well, but now I got to add those into the show to give context for why we're talking just about random shit. a bunch of sex shit. symbols. Oh, yeah, my God. it's just more shit oh, that dude. I have to do, you know? It's, come on, come on, You look different in every single photo, Cody. He does. That is the crazy in part. every hey, single I'm, fucking photo. I'm thinking about going back to that blonde hair and mustache, man. I, I like Seriously? Damn. You did have yeah. the blonde hair at uh, at paintball once before already. Like, uh, didn't you bleach it yeah. when uh, Marsh yeah. did as well? Like, it was around that time, I remember. That's when you had the push mask. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember I snapping remember against that. you. Holy I, yeah. I remember that. I miss, I miss that mask. Well, for sure, man. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> Cody, I feel like we, you know, we could go on for hours more talking about your life. You're just one of those guys and you're 32 years. You've lived an insane life, but I do want to get into some other stuff tonight because there was a lot that has happened. I mean, just in general, um, do you guys want to talk about Bunker Fest real quick? Want to give a shout out to both our boys down there. We got Lasra Lopez, who was uh, him and Austin Oni fucked themselves over <laughs> which the is fuck? amazing uh, wild, bro. we'll talk about that in a second then also shout out uh 40 media will mostly our other uh, friend Ooh. of the show who was down there doing some content he also uh show or released i guess his new headband strap which i thought was awesome it had a uh, people on it and uh it says never gonna give you up and i think that's amazing and i love it so that's <laughs> yeah, awesome those two people in my background dude they're literally in my background yep got him right there <laughs> he's a cool dude oh man look at that picture of you and 40. Yeah. <laughs> you know what dude i can't help it dude i can't help it I dude we had the the wizard of pods down there uh fucking lastro has been posting some of his uh video that was taken of him he was wearing like a full-on like Wizard's that cape that and he shit. Had, dude. Here, let me tell you, Holy that, shit. That, that's some legitimate shit in Elden Ring, dude. Like, no joke, yeah. that will boost your wizard stats. I'm not even like fucking a, with you. I was like a three foot brim around him. Like, yeah, man dude. looked like an Elden Ring character in real life. Dude, it was fucking I awesome. Ass, I'm, dude, all right, you're, I'm mad at me for posting this, but dude, let me tell, let me tell you what he looked I, like. You're I gonna don't. Start. See, the thing is, is you think I don't believe you. I 100% believe you. It's in the game. I do not need to see an example. This is I, just, I just you to wanting it. to relate it to Elden Ring because you want to be playing it right now. Well, no, I, I there's multiple times I know this show, you're like, God damn, I wish I was playing Elden Ring. Not at all. I'm actually, dude, I'm actually having a great You're time right so now. so addicted to Elder Ring, dude. It's an addiction at this point. You're probably right. But do you tell me that it's all about last year right now? No, I know I'm right. <laughs> it is. No, you're 100% right. Yeah, that's that's the hat. Yeah. No, I I, I so believed good. you the whole way, brother. I know. It's just like, dude, what a good cosplay, bro. Lastro Lopez is just breaking through that game, that level of popularity and paintball that nobody else can fucking achieve. You know what? It is so amazing. Well, it's kind of funny up. to me because like, so I, I knew Lasro from the podcast that he was a part of before anyone in PayPal did. And it was kind of weird. Like, it was funny to me because last week there was a moment in time where Lasro posted a, a story post from one of the people who's like on the podcast. who I've been listening to for years, you know, with, with him in it. And then the next one was hatches. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you know, this guy who, you know, he's been on a show that I've known for a long time. Like, damn all right no he's kind of a you know part of our world he's friends with us now he's in paypal he's girl? he's a really cool dude he's a patreon member he's you know dope ass member of the show so yeah no nah, last row is cool i like that guy I, you've never met him i don't think so cody no have you uh, do you know who we're talking the, about though mullet man with the mustache and the beard right hatch's older Which, brother who's yeah. like two years old he's super cool I, i've interacted with him just a little bit online I, something i told him to call out hatch for something what did i say to him? <laughs> Mm. it was something funny i don't know if he did he followed through I, i'd have to look back but i've i've interacted with him a little bit but i mean he's just right up my alley as a person i think i'd get along with him like dude, I, your personality, I, his yeah. personality dude that chaos honestly, all, all three of us chaos. that'd be a wild party bro that is a podcast episode brando me and you leave we just drop a mic in a them. room with the three of them <laughs> Shit, dude. Honestly, dude, I, I, we can cup. record an episode of us like at the bar or something. Like, Let's if you go to World Cup, it can happen, Cody. He will be there. Nah, he's actually not. Uh, he's not gonna be there. Coming to the cup anymore. Uh, he he told me and Hatch. Uh, he's what? trying. Don't get me wrong. He is still okay. trying, but just with work, there's some things that came up with that that 
it might be pretty hard for him to get that time off. So he'll figure it out. It is a big boy reason. It's not a like petty, like, I'm not going to go or anything like he that. He hates us. Yeah, he actually hates us <laughs> yeah. now. Everything's changed. <laughs> Everything's changed. Everything yeah. changed when the Fire Nation attacked. But yeah, man, I mean, the other thing, uh, the other big thing on my uh, docket tonight, I mean, I, so here, I'll, I'll mention this too. We were going to talk about Sky King. I'm honestly going to, we'll talk about him next episode at this point. We've already been gotcha, here gotcha. for a while with our, our friend Cody. But um, another big thing that uh, we definitely have to mention is Hatch got himself a phone. Dude, Hatch is I'm a big fun. boy. <laughs> Check this out. Fucking sheep. I mean, you already showed it earlier, but I wanted to see if people would notice. But yeah, he's got himself an iPhone, so no more green text. Yeah, I feel like. Welcome to adulthood. I didn't know what to do. I was like, how the fuck do I save a picture from a goddamn email? He literally sent this to our group chat. It was in all caps at like 9 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Whole different uh, all different systems. Like, okay, hey, the did, thing is, did, I had an iPhone with an iPhone 3. Yeah, I did. There you go. So that was the picture of Brando I posted on our story where it was you and me, you and me at the waterfall. Uh, I like, okay. got that one. You and go fishing in the dark. Me in the dark. God, I fucking love that song. Dude, that's a crazy what's going on over there right now, the fires. Oh, dude. <laughs> so wild. Yeah, did you guys see the conspiracy theory that it was Oprah trying to get more land for her private property <laughs> so she burnt down the city? No fucking way. You guys haven't heard this one? It's amazing. How do you think That's she got to the island wild, within 48 bro. hours of the fire? She had advanced warning. She knew. Did you know that the location where the fire happened is right bordering next to her property? Did you know that none of her property burned down? Did you know that this has also happened in the past where property is suddenly burned down near Oprah's land and then she's been able to buy it up for a lot cheaper than market value? Oprah's trying to own Hawaii. Wake up, sheeple. Wait. Is she going to start giving out cars now again? I, she hasn't done that in like 20 years, brother. It's been a while. I'm just... I don't know. Show Her and BlackRock, man. Her and BlackRock. Yep, that's what it is. They're trying to take over the world. I feel well, like if you just say BlackRock Black conspiracy theories, like... <laughs> like, Whoa. they just get that thousand-yard stare. BlackRock okay. essentially owns everything, Brandon. Like, I'm not oh, okay. even joking right now. A a they, okay. they legitimately yeah, yeah. own, like, 80% of the world. And they're buying up more and more residential by the time. But that's not, this is not a financial podcast. Let's not go into that. But we're all fucked, by the way. Just a heads up. Um, nice. With inflation rising, with the consumer price index still going up by 2.2% a month. It's, yeah, shit's looking bad. Just get your money into cash for next year, people, or else you're all going to be fucked with the market. Um, not a financial podcast. Not a financial podcast that is not financial we're not, advice. We're not give financial Please tips in any, anyway. talk to someone who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about because it ain't me. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Really, like, those are kind of the two other supplementary things I wanted to talk about tonight. Bunker Fest looked awesome. There also was the Hormesis 1v1 duel, which ended their span of time. I actually wanted to give a shout-out to Todd Boyer. Um, Dude, he killed it. He killed it, but not only that, I think him flying out to, to L.A. To, to show that, like, th that was such a level of dedication, I feel like. Like, I don't know. There was just something special with that. He was he was denied, you know, what he wanted in Florida, and so he came back and got it again and proved he was the best. Which, all right, fair man, like you fucking did it. So good luck to you in the the 10K tournament, Todd. Um, you know, you're dope guy. You're always kind of putting paintball I'm on your back and always kind of you know trying to do your best to help hashtag grow the sport. So uh, no, I, I like Todd Boyer a lot and the things he's doing with KC Mob. So uh, yeah, shout out to him. I'm glad he was able to get uh, an entry slot, and we're gonna. You know, we're going to see him try to, you know, eat against the big dogs. And that's going to be fun mm -hmm. to watch. Um, whenever I don't, 
I don't know when that whole like finals tournament event thing is happening for the 1v1 duels. So whenever that takes place, that'll be sick. But uh, until then, we're going to be waiting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is Brandon He's looking it up? Dude. Yeah. I'm yeah, okay. up. I yeah of course he is. I, I don't know if it's announced or not. That's the thing. Um, I want to say they put it out there. Maybe they did. Like when they announced everything else. For some reason, I'm thinking like October or something like that, but I, I could I be think wrong. So. I believe so. I, I'm I just trying to kill time right now. So you're, you, we speed tested you earlier oh. and you passed. So now, it's, is... now it's just, now I'm on the clock. You're on the clock always, Brandon. No, I can, I can fill in some time. I got the code word. What's up? You want the code word? That's a good point. Let's also bring in the Hatch's code word of the week. What's going to be your code word for this week, brother? Fuck Johnny Craig. Fuck Johnny Craig. Was. Hey, oh, oh, about Johnny Craig, Hatch. You, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, you know what? What band he was uh, a part of? Uh, dance, Gavin, dance. Fuck! Fuck! Fuck, man, I love that band, dude. God, that is fucking hilarious. So, if Shit. you guys don't know, when we did our um our first ever playlist update, Hatch actually put a song from Dance Gavin Dance on there, and it's like, I just, I, it's so amazing. I love the vocal, like, and Cody's I do. It something. is a great vocal. Don't get me wrong. Cody's fucking stewing. I can see him. I think he was out. After, I think you're good. I think that's a different singer. I could be wrong, Brandon. You might have to check it, but I think he got. He like went solo. And oh. I think, and Dan, Kevin, Dan, I might be Kevin, safe. I might be safe. I think you're safe, dude. I think the, the the song that you like. The song that you like. He didn't. I don't think he sung, but he was a part of Dance Gavin Dance. All right. Yeah, okay. We're, we're fair. We're fair. Yeah. We're good. We're good. You're good. Dude, dude I, that, I can tell. I can tell you crazy. trying to get in there, bro. But code code word of the week, fuck Johnny Craig. Fuck Johnny fuck Craig. Johnny Craig. God damn Dude. it. Uh, my inbox shit. is gonna look bad. <laughs> it's just gonna be it's fuck right. Johnny Craig. Fuck Johnny Craig. Mm -hmm. Did anybody that we know go and do the one v one? I knew. I knew. One I know. Person. Yeah. Oh, Wayne went. Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Wayne Black. Yeah. I know he went and That's played in it. I do you who else do you know, Hatch? I'm sorry. Uh my old coach Teach from Senkai Alliance. He I remember dueled. seeing him, yeah. Teach went like in the actual duel he, or the joust? Yeah, he went and dueled. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's go, Teach. It might have been the joust. I, okay. I'm not too sure. I don't even know the fucking difference, not gonna lie. Well, so the joust is the kind of fun team event that was on Saturday as like just a way for people to play that format. The duel is the like look, the you're fighting shit. you're fighting for ten grand. There is no like you're you're at a tournament right now. This is Yeah, I'm pretty sure fun. he was dueling. I think I saw him in the bracket. Okay, well, sick. That's yeah, that's awesome. Um, no, the duel sounds crazy too. Just from the like, like, you know, Oliver was saying this at one point in one of the vlogs, and it's so right. Like, you pretty much need two marker setups. You need two masks. Like, you you need so much other shit because I think it's like thirty seconds in between points at the duel. Like, it's literally like you get off the field, you get maybe a minute, and then you are playing the next point, and there is no no break there's no time there's no waiting i think you get like one time out where you get like an extra couple minutes or something but that's it i saw one Jesus. clip where a guy was like pretty fatigued and no joke he missed the barrel touch up by like a couple inches and they pulled his ass yeah so, like the rest of being serious. like super like, serious about and, it dude and, 10 grand you should be very serious yeah no yeah. and i'm glad they are that that's you want it to be a fair you know a by the rules playing field do you know how many times that you see a guy getting an extra half a second off the box and the ref the ref behind the box is like this he's just like like looking back and forth for other people's approval on whether to pull that guy or not. Yeah. And then it just eventually gets us a half second early. Well, and there's also those times too. It's like he, he did jump it, but he jumped it 
like in a way where it too good like, too close to call yeah well it's like you, technically the buzzer went off but you had like a half a second like not even like i'm talking like so there's a there's an instance in formula one where one of the drivers had such a good jump off the reaction that they were like okay dude like you just got it wrong you just happened to get saved by the green light going off like it was like within 0.5 like hundredths of a second like it was it was something ridiculous Damn. and so essentially like that's, that's what i'm fast. saying like they have a situation like that where like they think it's coming they're gonna jump but then like it just so happened to catch the right timing with the buzzer and moments like that it's like i mean i don't know just keep them in like i, I let them get hit by a paintball like if it's super <laughs> obvious they're coming off early then it's a clear difference but pull them you're out okay hey, my boy brando that's my boy Half shout out to alliance though dude they're doing pretty good in dub c are they i do that's I great so, man they're like top five in there i think I you also know, love... every, every once in a while, I'll go down there at the, at the Lamore field and practice with those guys and show them, like, you know, everything that I've learned up at Capital Edge and DMG and, like, try to obviously So essentially, you go there. and run down your friends for a day. It does end up like that sometimes. Because <laughs> you know... if I'm doing it, he's really doing it. Yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm if you're doing that to, like, stuff. yeah, DMG Pink, then I don't know how. Okay. Um, no, I, uh, there was, uh, Oh yeah, so when I originally asked Cody to be on the show, he was like, hey, let's do it, you know, at this date, so that way I can, like, go play Dub C and, like, have more to talk about and stuff. Bro, we didn't even mention that. Like, you you had oh, so yeah. much to talk about. So, uh, I mean, real quickly, you went down, you guessed it with the Bloodhawks for Dub C. I think you were playing on their D3 team? Uh, D4. D4, okay, excuse me. So, yeah, on the, like, lower division side of that. But, I mean, was that fun, you know? Yeah, playing with those boys? It Yeah, it was fun. It was a... um. It was different. Uh, they're, just, the way they operate their team is a lot different than the way we do. I, I notice there, I, I don't, maybe it's SoCal um, and I like it. It's fun down there. I feel like there's a more re a relaxed vibe in SoCal. Like, I feel like up north, we're like really serious. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like it's way more intense at home. And then down there, it feels like the whole the whole tournament it seems like everybody's there, just like kind of having a good time. Like I think you know, because there's a lot of teams in each division. Don't get like D four. I think there was like forty teams, but I think like the top ten, they're like super serious, and everybody else is just like kind of grinding. I mean, obviously, I know there's. I'm not trying to knock anybody, but it just seems like there's a more casual, fun approach to it. A lot of people are just kicking back, eating food. I see a lot of people drinking. It's just a different energy down there but it's fun but it still is very competitive it's they have nice fields and stuff and um but the uh the team's cool the guys are cool i think they have to really start working on that um like their team chemistry and their dynamic you know like really getting that dialed in i think they just haven't quite gelled together as a team yet i think because guys are so inconsistent I'm, and i'm not trying to put them on blast or anything like that. they're all nice guys but it seems like they have a hard time keeping the the same guys showing yeah, up every week. You going down and guesting with them. That's kind of, yeah, that's what you're Yeah, and, and that's just kind of like a normal thing in, in divisional painful that happens way off, way more often than you would think. It's just weird, I guess, dude. Like, cause I'm just so used to it being like, and they told me that I was super intense. Like, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, like, man. They were like, Cody, you're meanwhile, intense, you're bro. like, have you met this dude named Stephen Hatch? Cause Whoa, I'm yeah. calm <laughs> compared to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, all the semi pro guys, they all pop in my head. I see each one of their faces as they're telling me that. I'm like, you think I'm intense? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, 
I literally see hats just floating above me, dude. <laughs> just, no. Dude, yeah. But it was, it's cool. Um, uh, it, it was fun playing on an X again. I'll have to say, I haven't played on an X since I was younger. So that yeah, was ever wild. Have. Dude, playing up the middle on the X and just like hard wrapping it. Yeah. Oh, man. Fun. Yeah, I remember sick. we had a X at the field I played on for the Mecha X Ball tournament when I went down there, and yeah, dude, that was it, it's just it's, it's weird, like it's different. It, and then you also got to worry about paint coming underneath too, like you're kind of oh, minding yeah, the yeah. gap as well. Like, ah, oh, yeah, it's it's a oh, interesting yeah, bucket to play. You're puckered up and like tucked in into like this. That's weird the crazy thing. Part. Yeah, it seems like you have so much room, but in reality, you nah. have like this much actual bunker space. The rest so is, can be seen from like every other direction. Stabby, stabby in there, dude. Guys will come sliding through, and then just you know, and get you. Oh, it's it, it's cool. Like, there, guys uh, used to dive under I, the A back in the day and stuff. Oh, the A. Hey, like remember the those? A. Remember the bunkers that were like a cut? It was like a giant can, but cut in half, laid down. What were they called? Car wash, right? Car wash. The car wash. Like dude, it was a that, huge cylinder. You would see yeah, dudes so like cool. three guys would play it in a seven-man match because yeah. where the fuck else are you gonna send three dudes off the break? Because there's four bunkers that you can go to. Oh, yeah. I would hate when they would have those in the back, like the back center bunker. I'm like, bro, that's just like people are just gonna hunker down. And we hide. just get to sit here all game. That's yeah, <laughs> camping, dude, camping. Just put the guys back there with the finger. Um, it's actually called tactically holding position. Um, it, it's not camping. It is not camping. I'm protecting I'm not, my I'm flag. Not camping. I'm just hiding in the back. Yeah. Dude. Also, was, uh, if I ran, my heart would explode because it, I've never run before. But that's a whole different conversation. Mm. Oh yeah, me, that's me. All right, right there. Cody. Cody, put you on the hot seat. Um, just your one event with the Bloodhawks, their D four squad. If they had to play DMG Pink, who's winning? And what what do you think the score is? It's not good, bro. Not good. It's what not good. I mean, it's not good for them. Oh Ooh. shit. Okay. Ooh. I I I I I. I, I like literally, I'm, I'm cool. I like, I like, really, I like, I like all the guys. They're good dudes. It's just, it's a whole different beast. I think what we got, what we, going down there and playing really put it into perspective for me, like where my home is. And if there was any doubt, that doubt's been, re it's been re removed, mm -hmm. like completely. I mean, I like, I went to the right place. When my brother went, and sh my brother and I came up and we tried out for DMG for that camp. I mean, we just knew, like. You guys were all out there. We're all in that big circle. You have to introduce yourself. Big, scary Dave standing there. You know, he's up in his tower, like, yelling at everybody. And, like, I, dude, I loved it. I, I loved it. Because that's all. I wanted that seriousness. I towers. wanted that. Yeah, the towers. Oh, yeah. The storm. I so much. Fucking dude, winter yeah. storm. God damn it. It was brutal, bro. We, dude, practicing through that. But it was so fun practicing in that. I, I like it, man. I like hard weather. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, it, dude like, like the past I, year has been such shitty weather because our this winter, I remember all of us were like, dude, this winter's so fucking cold. When will it warm up? So cold, so and wet. it warmed up, and it was like 107, 107, 107, 107. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, bruh, can we chill? Yeah, it was like it was 110 when I got into my car today, and I'm like, bruh, Jesus. come on, yeah. get out of here. It, oh, that's another thing down there. They're they are not used to the heat down there, dude. Guys, oh were, yeah, they're used to 80. Everybody. That's like Bro, the hottest it gets down there. It's like 88, and they're all like, hydrate, hydrate. I'm like, dude, this is the morning at Cap Edge, bro. We're getting ready. <laughs> yeah, and then like, meanwhile, the turf the temperature is already 107. Yeah. Dude, they, oh, I mean, Chase and I were just chilling, bro. We were totally fine. And there's nice. and where that field is, Ambush Park, it's up on like a hill. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. there's like yeah, a yeah. huge look off, right? The cliff. Yeah. There's a constant breeze the whole time. So, I mean, the weather was, I think it hit 90 at one point. It was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. Fantastic. It's not, it's Damn, not a cold a nice day. Cold 90, but like, that's a cold 90 right there. <laughs> I'm going the opposite way because look, 90 is still 90. But at the same time, like, guys, we've been playing in like 104, 105 all summer. Like, yeah, that's, 90 that's is cold, chill. bro. Like, I, need, yeah. I, need a, I need a sweater for that. <laughs> and, and then what's, oh the, dude, what's the math on that? Like, you know, the turf? How hot's the turf? You know, Capital has like a, it has like a laser temperature reader. The, the last like sepal, the last sepal, we clocked it in at 150. Oh my god, dude! Did you guys it's just like, hear I'm that? Gonna, <laughs> that's crazy. This, I'm not even gonna lie. This last weekend, we were doing like so at the end of practice. Obviously, we're doing some drills. Now I'm like crawling. I'm crawling through the snake. Oh my god, I was feeling it, dude, through my entire like gear. Bro, my forearms, my feet were on motherfucking fire. Yeah, Michelle had burns on her forearms. Wow. I'm just crawling in there. Yeah. So. And her knees, little, but that's something. Here. My guy. <laughs> this, is why, this is why Michelle doesn't listen to the show. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's a me, Michelle. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks, well, Brandon. I, I'm... That was a good one. I like that, Brandon. That my God. Dude, he comes in with those haymakers, bro. I'm telling you. He really does. Dude, he stays quiet until he hey, gets the, you know. Schwartz Cable, this is just for you. If you ever comment that Brandon doesn't talk enough, this is what we're going to get. We're going to get more random shit. <laughs> it's like, this is what he pulls out. I will find you. Fuck you. Well, that was terrifying. Oh, we, we love Brandon. Um, What would we do without him? I. What are you gonna say, Cody? I see you trying to get in with something. No, no, no. I want to hear what he's gonna say. He's cooking on something. Oh no, nothing's going on now. <laughs> Nothing. not There's not he, a he single thought yet. It pops in. It pops in out randomly. Yeah, he already I, used his talking coupon. The problem was, is off of that, I was gonna make, I was gonna make a, a cool and actually heartfelt segue off you talking about your ex girlfriend, because another woman that we know who is dating a paintball player has joined that club so i just want to say yeah. a quick congratulations and we're not going to name her just in case but jordan congratulations to you i know that you just engaged or yeah just proposed and, and now engaged to your uh, fiance so oh, shit. congratulations okay. jordan yeah. he was our yeah, you know guest on the 50th episode but uh yeah he went to hawaii and pulled out the ring and she said me? yes so uh <laughs> <laughs> that's how it sounded exactly like that but yeah i just want to give him a quick congrats on the show well, it's almost as beautiful as you. Will you marry me? <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> God, that was, it, right it's there. too good. It's too good. Okay, uh, so, one, one thing real quick. I'm going to wrap myself out. Ryan, do we, talk, do we talk about the trick shot? Do we talk about the trick okay, shot? Okay, we'll talk about the trick shot. If you stayed oh, around for this, oh, you're a dude. homie. So we'll talk about the trick shot. So <laughs> if you guys listened to the show last week, and you remember there's a point in time where I brought up a clip of a dude playing Airsoft and executing someone. And what I said was, guys, I found the hatch of Airsoft. Someone thought that was ridiculous, that he doesn't do stuff like that, and that I should not be saying that. Hatch, what did you do this weekend? The exact fucking shit, dude. <laughs> Literal I, exact same <laughs> thing, bro. Dude, I am like sneaking down the Doritos, right? I'm like, kill one, kill two, kill three. Someone get like dies on the snake side. And I'm looking, I'm like running for the buzzer. I see a guy in the God and I'm just running past the buzzer and I'm just standing behind him, like directly behind him. And I'm just like, I, I gave the guy mercy. I shot, I shot him once in the pack. 
Oh yeah, no, he had like he could have shot him wherever. Like he was legit. Like I was legitimately standing level behind him. marker behind him, nice looking guy. at him like. So are you gonna realize that you're fucked, or yeah, yeah, are you yeah. like? Because <laughs> the thing is, right? Because I can see, I can see him, the, his entire body. I'm like, dude, does this guy have no peripheral vision? Like, how does he not? How does he not you see? You ran me? all the way around behind him, <laughs> like on the Doritos. All the way around behind him. What's He's up, in the Snakeside Tower um, on the NXL Europe layout. Yeah, yeah, I was mirrored up with him. I'm shooting, and and I like I stopped shooting at him because I saw you running towards him. <laughs> you don't want to kill like, Ash. I'm, I'm wrapped. He wasn't even shooting at me. He wasn't contesting me. So I, was, I don't know what the hell he was looking at. Yeah, I, he was having a panic course, attack. I, I don't right? know what he's looking at. He's Dude, playing I the semi-pro shooting, team. And like, yeah, Hatch like runs over, jogs over, and he stop. I, I I think you walked the the last couple steps. Just walked with your gun up real quick. Just clink. Yeah, I was like, wow, all right, all right. I looked over and AJ's watching you too. I was like, all right, cool. Dude, that was savage. You know what sucks too about all this is I was standing on the sidelines with my camera in hand. He's filming Brando. He's filming Brando. I was filming Brando because Hatch, oh, right. I didn't realize Hatch literally made it like this was probably the worst time to do it because it was such at the like end of an anticlimactic point where it was like, okay, Hatch ran down, shot all of them. He's going to go hang it. So I just stopped recording. And meanwhile, Hatch is like, sneaking up to get behind this guy and then like walks up and i'm like god damn it you do this when my camera's down like you motherfucker Dude, the, the play was we were supposed to just push the center and and i'm just holding i, I yeah i tried to tell you that right i was like look i'm just holding we're not doing anything over there and then hatch blows it open because the thing is right shout out to micah and ryan your clip the kachow dude a lot of that time dude i love that move where i'm sitting in the corner and all of a sudden just ying yoing ying zigzag dude straight yeah up just into, slingshotting like, that, that up wedge. yeah Dude, no, and then Micah, they, like, if you do it fast, yeah. they never see it coming. And, like, same thing. If you guys notice in that Micah clip, and shout out to Micah, because, uh, you know, it showed Straight he beast. knows how to play paintball a little bit. He's a baller, bro. Never touches, ball. never touches a bunker the whole entire time. So you have to think about that. At the other team, they never knew that he was advancing up because, like, obviously there was Not nothing. To, if nothing. they don't see him then they don't see him. Like, there's no other residual information that might give him away. So, no, I wanted to point that out because, yeah, it was a really smooth and clean... Uh, I mean, dude, he won the point in 40 seconds, just ran down the field. I agree. And, like, I want to say... I want to give a special shout-out to Micah and Caden. Those guys are on our team, right? Obviously, the two young guns we brought up. Those guys are getting good really fast. Stepping and it up. It's They're getting to the point to where, obviously, everything that they say now is, like equal to what everything else is because you know obviously when you get the new guys right obviously um there's that barrier right the new guys or logan chemistry. yeah you know we pretty much yeah. just everything logan says we just okay thanks buddy it goes out the other year um <laughs> no i'm i gotta put on the papa pants for that boy <laughs> yeah no and yours is okay that one makes sense because logan is actually young enough to where he could say I mean, Hatch would have been like seven and been his father. That would have been crazy. Let's fucking go, baby. Did you have the mustache and bullet oh, combo at that time, too? Yeah. Dude, holy shit, dude. Could you Just a little seven-year-old Hatch walking around, <laughs> fucking shit up. You ever look at old photos, like how people looked back in the day? Like how old people looked? Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. crazy. Dude, yeah. not even old people. How, like, dude, uh, there's a couple Instagrams I've seen randomly where it'll, like, have, like, like, camcorder footage from a high school in like the 70s dude oh. these motherfuckers look like they're in their mid-20s yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. so weird oh, yeah. it's like, like freshmen weird. now are like they look like the little fish in the sea dude they look yeah. like, like i i don't know if people just aged faster if 
I, I, I don't know what it was. Closer to immortal. I nice. don't think it's that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't have anywhere to go off that. I just. I don't think immortality is the answer. No, I, I think we're just developing. Um, oh, we're living longer, so our devel yeah. developmental age is is, is yeah. expanding. Um, yeah, and that's like right why now, I'm I'm waiting on my second growth spurt. Because good luck with that. But do you also yeah. want to know a cool thing about people living longer, Brandon? Mm. Do you know why we can't own a home? It's because the people who own them won't fucking die. Right. Very true. Fucking boomers, oh, man. Fucking geezers. Fucking Very boomers. Fucking you bought a geezers, home when bro. it was forty dollars for a five-story mansion, and now you're like, bro. just work harder, kids. Bro, if you look at the fucking it, like average home price, you we're fucked. We're all fucked. Five hundred thousand, bro. You know, I'm I working as hard as I can. I, 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 I this man cuts people open for a living, and he can't find a home. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know, my grandpa is very old school businessman, and I'll talk to him about that. And he's like, you know, when I was in the service, we were getting this much a month. And you know how much or he was like, we were he's like, this is how much I get a year. And it was like, I don't know how much money it was. And uh, he's like, and a brand new Cadillac costs this amount. It was like the same shit, like for a, what a year he was making. And then like a Cadillac back in the day was like a full year of what he would be making, like that premium. And I'm like, dude. <sighs> A Cadillac now, it's like you would have, you'd be working. So for how like old? Fifty years. How old is your grandfather? He's like ninety three, ninety four. Ninety three. So let's say he Fuck. was working like well, that would be like around like the forties and the end of the thirties. He's starting or no, no, no. It would be a little Ooh. bit later. I'm I'm doing my math wrong. Call but it I'm, the fifties. I'm, I'm gonna say yeah, nineteen fifty, and I'm gonna say. Oh. He, he purchased, uh, what, 10 grand for a house? We'll say that or something like uh, that? I, I was just going to say uh, an annual salary. I'd call it 10 grand. Oh, okay. An annual salary of 10 grand. Let's see. <laughs> so from 1950 to now. A financial podcast. This is a financial podcast because mm -hmm. people need to wake the <laughs> fuck up. You guys aren't going to be able to read that number. It's $126,000. Money is wow. like that man making 10 grand then is equivalent to making $130,000 a year today. And how many people actually make $130,000 a year today? Not very many. Not the average. I mean, a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. There's not like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, but not, not a lot. But exactly. You know, it's <laughs> well under that. Hey, and so, yes, he was able to buy a home because his purchasing power was so much higher because money is, is being printed every day. Fucking turn off the money printer. Yeah, All right, no, sorry, well, okay, I'll stop being autistic. One, one, no, one thing I want to say that's really funny is you know how they say like all oh, these fast food jobs are for like 15, 16 year olds and shit? Dude, what 15 and 60 year old, what 15 or 16 year old is going to serve me my fucking bean burrito at Taco Bell at noon, bro? They're at school. Are you fucking shitting me? You exactly. Know? That's a good it's point. Like, I, I think you're completely wrong in what you're saying though because minimum wage jobs shouldn't be a livable wage and the direct reason is because it's it's a starting point and like no i'm not saying livable wage i'm just saying that like, like they said that those were for, meant for well, like the younger generation no 100 like uh, i think my thing too is like okay in california we've literally raised the minimum wage to 15 dollars. we see what it does how much is gas i just paid five dollars for the cheapest the single cheapest station around me that where do you think that comes from well it becomes that the gas station employer has to pay all of those employees at least 15 dollars an hour plus all the other taxes that they have to pay on that gas plus the fact it's harder to get into california so it's more expensive like this is why everything in our life is more expensive because we're paying more in taxes we're paying a higher minimum wage which all sounds great like 
in theory, it does sound great. Like it would help people out, but the third and second order effects aren't as great. Yeah. It'd be great if they didn't just raise the cost of everything else, you know, it'd work no. out. No, like I do agree that, that I miss utopia. the dollar menu, man. Yeah. No, the that utopia is amazing. But the problem is like, if one raises, well, then the other's going to raise to even back out. And it kind of will keep that scale keeps going like this and this. And yeah. And now we're paying, you know, fuck like yeah 10 grand would be 120 so like a four hundred thousand dollar house today would be like 35 grand ish back then if that's like kind of you know the same numbers that's that's crazy <laughs> like In incalculable right now money. <laughs> here comes the money money oh, talks yeah. here comes yeah. the money Keep your money, hands money, up. money, 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 money. Okay, we'll get okay. Move off that, guys. I I oh, think it's time. I think it's time that we call a podcast. How how do how do you guys feel about that? What? You know, realistically, this just means we got. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 why is this coming out now? Wait. Oh. Fuck, Cody. It's time to hit that old dusty trail. Isn't you've it? had you've had two <laughs> hours and twenty minutes, and you just now are giving me Cowboy Cody. I don't I don't wow, like that. Shit. I wanted Cowboy Cody two cowboy. hours and 20 minutes ago. Oh, man. Well, because I'm not a real... I'm like a bootboard cowboy. I'm a fake cowboy. You know? You swing a cowboy. hammer? What was that? I said you swing a hammer, don't you? Oh, yeah, dude. I Power tools, you're, all that stuff. Yeah, you're my a real dad, man. Dude, bro, my dad got into bull riding at like 46, 47 years yeah, old. Yeah, no, you're this way guy, more of a man than I am. This guy's trying to convince me to go bull riding. I'm like, nope. Yo, take nope. me. Let's do it. Bro, you'll we'll die, dude. We'll die. He literally cracked we'll his I swam with sharks. I survived the night marchers. <laughs> now we just gotta now we just gotta dude, Cedar sent me this clip today of no joke. He oh, sent it to you, Brando. Yeah, to it was crazy. You, dude, this it guy, was... there's they're scuba diving around the same sharks that we were around. And then all of a sudden this guy's following the shark, and the shark just goes Yoing 180, bites him in the fucking face. Damn. Oh, just was like, like I don't like you oxygen, there, bitch. Like, like severs his oxygen tube and like now. Like waters all up in his shit. Jesus. Oh, in like a single second. Yeah. So that could have been us. That literally could have been us. So what's up, dude? We're gonna go bull riding. I'll take sharks over a two thousand pound muscle bound That's monster with horns. The fuck like, off, come dude. On. Like, like you guys. All you guys. Right. Okay. Question. Question. Do you guys understand why bulls get so mad when they get rode? Do you guys. Do you guys know the reason? Are you guys privy look, to this information? Look. look. Look, it's because they just because wrap he doesn't their rope like it around their fucking testicles and pull it as hard as possible. These bulls are so goddamn pissed off and angry they want to kill you. Oh, bro! Oh, you know dude. I've seen some Reddit clips of some matadors. Holy fucking shit, well, that's, bro! That's a, that's that's a different sport altogether. We'll um, do that too, Cody. Let's go. That boys are caked up, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> but yeah, no dude, bull riding is for the fucking real men, bro. That's some that's some that's, country tough on, shit. Cody. Dude, my dad, he so he crashed. He did it for I think a year, and he's out there with like dudes in their twenties and younger, right? Like this is like a young man's sport, a hundred percent, dude. Because you break your body and you have to be able to heal. Dude, he got hung up on the the foothold, like where your feet go. I don't yeah. know what it's called. He got hung up, so it's bucking, stirrups. Yeah, the stirrup, it's bucking along the fence and it's slapping him against the wall. Ooh. And then Damn. he cracked his ribs, got stomped got knocked out and then dislocated his shoulder and like ripped tendons. And he thought it was super fun. And he told, he's like, oh, it's great. 
And, and I'm like, and, and I'm the child here. I'm the kid. I'm the, one I'm that's the child. To be doing, I'm supposed to be doing the crazy stuff, and, and he's trying to convince me to go break my body. I I'm feel like, like we. We've now entered into Cody's therapy session. I feel like that's what we're getting into a little bit <laughs> no, there. I love you, buddy. So, okay, your dad was reckless, and that affected you as a kid. You felt like he wasn't responsible. Okay, I see. So, continue. Go further. No, oh, no, yeah. but um, but yeah, I mean, dude, you have to think of it this way: a, a a bull is the same weight as a car, and it's a moving, living animal. I ride in I a car every fucking day, baby. I ride in a car every day. That car so doesn't car actively want to fucking kill you. So, like, the car hits you, Hatch. Right. And then it's over after that, and you're laying on the ground. The but car doesn't then turn reverse. back around. <laughs> <laughs> reverse. Yeah, the <laughs> car is around. Oh, dude! Oh, I can oh, see it. Yeah. We got to we gotta find things to hatch. We got to hatch shark diving. Okay, now. okay. So make me a promise, though. Look me in the All eyes. Right, make me a promise right now. If you ever go bull riding, <laughs> I want you to not wear a helmet. Because oh, you dude. you need no, that video. Hat. No, no, no. I wore a cowboy hat. I, you need the video of you riding a bull with your mullet flowing, holding For the sure. hat on. Dude, chicks For forever. Sure. You literally would never not get laid the rest of your fucking life. Just that fine. for eight seconds Just of footage. Do it for the gram, bro. For the, no, for the gram, gotta, forever. I gotta sh find this picture of me when I was like fucking maybe like ten, doing like one of those bucking Broncos, dude. Not like a fucking little beast. Oh, let me just say, dude, I did that shit too, mutton busting. Dude, I did that when oh. I was like five or six, where they have like the little like sheep that they put the kids on. Yeah, I was one of the dudes who went out there and did that. That shit was hella fun. We gotta find more shit to do. You guys yeah, ever been to a rodeo? Yeah. Come on. Dude, Hatch, you could have fallen into it, bro. Being from Hatch, where you grew you're up from. in Fresno. Yeah, yes, like exactly. you're, if you're dude, from okay. the okay. redneck whoa, part whoa, of California. Whoa, whoa. Let me just say. Let me just say. Now we're talking about my my heritage. My yeah. her, my so, people. Yeah, boys, bro. Honestly, dude, we, we have so much stuff with Cody. Dude, Cody, we got to bring you on again. Yeah, you, we, we're gonna have to have another episode. I mean, without a doubt. Essentially, that, that's what we're time, figuring hey, out. Hey, you know what? Let's go to the let's go to the rodeo together. You and I, the the rodeo. Whenever that, I don't know when that is around. Let's hey. go to the fucking rodeo. All hey, Brandon, us, honestly, do you want to like go do something together? Because he just invited Cody yeah. to that. Do you want to like go do no, something I want together? You guys, just you us? guys don't even come down and visit <laughs> me. Said, you said me and Cody should go to the rodeo. All right, so you guys you're not don't inviting even come me. down to me. You guys so don't me and Brandon are going to go to our own rodeo, and and ours is going to have blackjack and strippers, and it's going to be cool. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Well, Imagine. we have we have uh, what do we got in Fresno? Methods. We have yeah. no girls allowed. <laughs> we we, we got the city of the like of the country, right? A couple years in a row, right? Did yep. we get that word? Yep. Drunkest, but not most violent. That's Stockton over in uh with Brandon. Yeah, back so yeah, the hell down. put some back respect down. on his name. Yeah. yeah, you ain't know nothing. <laughs> All right, Stockton. All right, guys. Okay. But we let, okay. I'm down though. Let's all go to the rodeo. You guys come down I think to me. That would be hella we'll fun. Yeah. I've been doing some like some a, a yeah. vlog for the uh, Patreon. Do like a little bonus Let's content. Patreon only. Dude, what if Ryan gets the bug, dude? He like goes full cowboy. He like ditches Holy paintball and everything. Right, Ryan, you gotta you, start saving your money okay, where you we just, can spend six hundred dollars on a pair there. of boots. <laughs> dude he, watch him he switches he like goes to that he starts filming all that shooting so you guys you guys are actually pissing me off i've rode horses before you fuckers know that right like i grew up on a country farm harvesting okay, so walnuts then we, so then like, we need to get a belt a belt buckle for you where's your hat yeah. though where's your hat though and some chaps uh assless fucking <laughs> i don't have chaps but yeah dude i my so my background with it is uh not only does my my dad's side of the family he owned you know walnut farms and all that shit growing up 
Um, my mom actually owned horses when I was really young. So I grew up, yeah, riding stuff and yeah, learned how to do that. So yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm out country. Dude, I was literally on a trap shooting team in high school. I was the redneck kid heading out to the, you know, field to go shoot trap every fucking Tuesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. I was that yeah. paintball guy in high Looks school. Looks can be deceiving, my friend. Puka yeah. shells are misleading, bro. I mean, you didn't, you know. Where's yours at, Cody? What's up, dude? This yeah. is called dude, Cody. I used, it's, you guys are bringing this back, and I used to wear them, and I'm like, okay, Cody. Do I, now I got to... I, I, wish I don't I see a single puka shell in these Cody, photos. I, I like how you, you were saying, like, no, these puka shells are me selling my soul to the devil, so that way Dan Shelley will wear Crocs. That's what this deal is. That's oh, yeah. why these puka oh, shells are on. This, this is it not, is like, it's not my own entertainment. I mean, it is kind of, it, I, like, yeah, it's it a vibe. I, I enjoy it. I've noticed a Pass way more ratio in stabs, for sure. I've got a way higher stab <laughs> ratio ever since I put on the puka shells. That's Fucking O2 oh, green spans flowing through your blood. Without a doubt. So, what's up, Cody? I, dude, at? I miss that, man. I miss it. Like, you watch, I watching you guys this weekend with them on, it takes me back to where I left off in paintball. Like, if, dude, it makes me want to cut my hair, do the blonde hair, have the poop. It's like, I really want to do it. Like, I really, really want to do it. I want to cut all this off and just change the whole look, go early 2000s. Why don't you like, do I it? I really want to do it. Back. Brandon, did you, you just a, get you in trouble for how hair, we're going? You got a great set of hair. I got asked. Yeah. Yep. I had a feeling. <laughs> okay. So no, I think this is a great point though, because someone over there is always the guy like, "Hey, are we doing a four-hour episode?" I don't think you can hey. do a four-hour episode because I think someone would get in trouble. Dude, I I'm, I'm down spirit. to do a four-hour episode. I was I'm always down to a four-hour episode. We're good. I'll talk a little louder, but I got to whisper. Oh, shit, dude. We're good. That sounds more creepy, actually. Like that's, I don't like this. This sounds like Brandon's trying to like persuade me to come over to his house in the oh, middle of the night. Get the chocla. Hey, you want a you, you want some candy? Oh, hey, Brandon sounds. Wait, wait, wait. He sounds like he's trying to do ASMR. Like it's oh, like. Shit, dude. Holy fuck! <laughs> that, was, that, was that was a little sus, bro. That was a little sus. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Go back to the fucking squid feet that that alien feet that we were talking the, about not that long ago. Yeah, the like. There it is. Yeah, I can barely hear it. You literally um, sound like that that Halloween candy uh bowl with the hand. Want some candy? Oh, shit. I can't. You literally sounded like that. You guys remember Jesus. that? You sound like that guy Phil that would ride around in the white van around my neighborhood. Do you want some uh, cigarettes, kids? <laughs> Got a Marlboro Reds. I've been smoking them for 48 fucking years. You guys want some cigarettes? Some <laughs> chocolate? What's the no, one from you. Family Guy that has that list? Oh, fucking Herbert the Pervert. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, I used to do this voice. Fuck. Um... <laughs> hey, Shani. Oh, Chris, could you go in my basement and get me oh, some popsicles? I love oh, a nice popsicle, Chris. I love a nice popsicle. I haven't worked on that one in like five years, bro. If we get the whistly at the end, dude, you're on it. I get the whistly at the end. Because I feel like with like impersonations, they come and go. Like if you don't practice them, you'll lose them. So like I used to have that one, but yeah, no, that one. I try to practice pretty often, not going Do you do it in the car when you're by yourself? Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's the most most people's go-to. Yeah, for sure. Well, I also do it like whenever we're hanging out in the cord, you know what I'm saying? I always whoop him out then. You, that's, that's when you try out your like SS commander bit. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even say anything yet, we're and they're a, laughing. We're on a fine line. We're on a fine line here. Having some sour. 
<laughs> we're on the fine line. I like how I didn't even have to do that impersonation. All right, we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys. All right, and fucking, we said we should edit it. I, I, I'm pulling the pin. The show is over. We're gonna get to our uh, last couple things and then get on out of here. It's been two and a half hours of recording. I don't know how much is actually gonna be cut down, but. I mean, we had a great time. Cody Collins, he's, he's a great guest. We really appreciate him coming you, on tonight. Um, uh, we're I, we're going to have to have him back on. I like I don't, I don't know what else to say because there's <laughs> so many more things I had written down that we didn't get to. But at the same time, this was a blast. I really appreciate your time tonight, man. Um, if anyone wants to kind of catch up with you, see what you're up to, is there, you know, like obviously your Instagram and stuff, but like, you know, is, is there any other way or stuff they should be paying attention to? Uh... I mean, Instagram's the main one now. I'm I'm off of. I had I had a TikTok. I was working on that, but I'm. I'm you know what? I've I, seen I, that shit. I've seen I, that shit. It came up dude, before you page. Well, so I, I was on there. I was actually doing TikTok for a while, doing like cool clothes and like walking, and I was blowing up on there a little bit. But then I didn't keep up with it, so now I just. Yeah. I with TikTok, you have to be consistent because it's yeah. like there's just so oh. many creators. If you're not, the second you're not, boom, someone else takes your spot just, and oh. they never see you again. Like they're following your account, but they just never see it. Oh yeah, I just I, I'm a little bit. I've I've been detoxing and kind of stepping away more. I, I think Instagram's the main spot. If anybody wants to hit me up, follow me. And it's just me. your name, right? Just Cody Collins. Yeah. Just yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I yeah, I see it on like screen that. there, but yeah. Yeah. It's the same on uh, OnlyFans too. Yes, sir. Okay, good. Nice, yeah. So head over to OF, uh, check out some of his exclusive content. We have a Patreon. He is an OnlyFans. Everyone has something, you know? It is what it is. I told the boys, I said, well, I'll make an OnlyFans so we can pay for NXL next year. See, Cody, the thing is, is you're joking right now. You probably could, though, with your with your look. Because, like, you and Hatch have this thing going for you. I, I don't get what this is. But if you, if you look like you're from <laughs> the right. 1990s, women 30 and over just want to, like, fuck you. I don't get it, but, like, and that's also not my target demographic, but tell me I'm wrong, Hatch. Tell me I'm wrong. It is what it is, bro. It is what it I, is. Fucking, that's a confirmation if I'll ever take one. What do you want me to say? <laughs> look at that handsome guy. Look at him. You're touch one to no one, bro. <laughs> Shut up, handsome man. Are you just gonna go fuck? Like, goddamn. Dude, dead ass. Me, Cody, let's get a photo shoot going, bro. Let's get a wacky ass oh photo. Oh my god. Are you guys gonna pull an island, photo. boys? Yeah. Photo. What the fuck? Mm. Maybe. Uh. Caught <laughs> <laughs> uh, him up on that fuck, one. Dude. There was a there was a there was a time when those uh those opportunities were were uh, brought up. Hell yeah. You never say no to gay porn. Come on. Oh, bro. No, when I was in the band, I got asked to be. I'm not kidding. I got asked to be in stuff when I was in the band. In what? Like stripping? In porn. Like... In porn. I, like amateur porn. I was asked so, to go. But like. Yeah. I'm not maybe? kidding. Like, that's what I was asking. Like, are no, you getting no, taken no. it? No, I'm not. <laughs> you no, said no. Deflecting. And you said no. no. So, so <laughs> someone's like, hey, Cody. I want you to come to this location. At that location, I'm gonna give you a sum of money. For that sum of money, you're gonna fuck this girl. And you said no. I said no? That's, that, you no, said no? no That's no, what, no, okay. No. You, no, no, you, what you said you got is, asked, so. No, but I'm, so how I'm just putting two doo-doo together and it's making four. So I don't know where no. five's coming from. So when I was in the group, we had a big time fan that was 
I think she was her name was a she was a bass player or something. Mm. She loved, but she was an amateur porn star. So so this was more a fuck a fan type situation. No, she wanted the group to come down and play this pool party with like producers and all like porn people in like the amateur scene and like all that. Right? I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't sell this to Let's the boys. Go, Cody. You couldn't. Dude, I, Let's go, Cody. Well, they're all in. Re- everybody's in relationships. Fucking I losers. Wasn't, at this point, I wasn't in one yet. I think I wasn't because Marissa and I. Well, I think I think Marissa and I had met, or we weren't Marissa. dating yet. Well, I call her. Well, I call her kitten. Everybody, gotcha. everybody calls her kitten. I call her kitten, but her official name is Marissa. But I couldn't convince the Can boys. Social to go down. I love getting called kitten. <laughs> what happened? Can we get her social too? If we're just dropping information. Kitten, I think, I think it's still. Oh, oh God! No, I, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just saying social security number. It's just yeah. moving forward, she's moving Instagram. forward. She's, hey, my mom, my mom, my most recent photo. She's right there. You could. <laughs> okay, we didn't need that, but all right, it's it's all good. Uh, no, I was making a dumb joke. Um, but, okay, well, so yeah, so you, you couldn't convince the band. That's what we're hearing. Well, that was the thing. So they asked us to come down and play. Obviously, the boys are like Cody. There's no way I can't convince my girlfriend that I'm going to go play this show for a bunch of porn. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. So well, just don't have thing, one, and then it's easy. Yeah, and so then the next thing, she asked, she connected me with her producer. She's like, talk to my producer. And then the dude's, like, asking me to come down and, like, try out and, like, meet me and, like, wants to, like, feel Oh, he wanted to, to fuck get... you. No, he wanted to, like, like manage Measure. me and, like, be the producer, like, I don't, bro. I don't know. But what they told me, they were like, "Hey, we all party, we have a good time, and then at the end, we just have like a big orgy, and it's like totally cool." It's all... <laughs> and I'm a normal Fuck person, yeah. so I'm like, "I'm like, Let's oh, go, okay, typical party, okay, yeah." I'm like, for sure, normal. You know, that's just like a normal Saturday night. That's for just you how guys. we get down. Yeah, you know, that's you know, in Fresno, that's every other Sunday. You know. Yeah, I'm just. We only do them every twice a month, you know, because people need time it is to recover. What it is. Oh, I didn't tell you guys about how Ron Jeremy almost freaking got me too. Jesus Christ. Okay, so Cody's coming back on the show, and that's going to be a separate episode (laughs) that we film at another time. For tonight's episode, though, I got to tell you guys how to support us. If you want to head over to Spotify or any of our other public platforms, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, drop a review. Takes just a second or two. If you guys appreciated Cody on tonight, just, hey, take the two seconds it's free to do it helps support us and gets us up in the algorithm so more people can see the show organically and like i said i'll always go back to it's free so i'm begging you please help me um mm-hmm. next you can also subscribe on those platforms so <clears throat> hit the little follow button on uh, spotify as well as apple podcast subscription button on youtube if you're watching over there uh, we also got the patreon i mentioned earlier uh head over to patreon.com slash mafia underscore productions i've had to change that on a couple things but mafia underscore productions um and then yeah you can get signed up over there get more information about the uh, headband giveaways and all the other good stuff that we got over there um our two sponsors brandon's holding one he's got the liquid iv in his hand and i got the box right here liquid iv hydration multiplier we appreciate them use code mafia underscore mafia to check out get 20 percent off and same thing with nectar energy head over to any ctr dot energy uh and yeah get i2 get one free with free shipping over there from them we appreciate all of our sponsors. We appreciate everyone who supports the uh, you know podcast and uh, lets us do what we do. But guys, this was episode fifty-five. We this is the longest episode we've ever recorded. It's clocks just about to tick over uh, two hours and forty minutes. And I think with the with that being said, Hatchet is uh, it's time to bring us home, brother. Bye.
<laughs> See you guys <laughs> on the next one. Episode 56. It's going to be next week. See ya. Peace. See ya.